This week's special guest is hip-hop artist Slick. We got a lot to get into this week, fellas. So, Lyndon, whenever you're ready, brother, take it away. Oh, and we hope you all have an amazing weekend. And be safe. Welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lyndon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy DeWitts, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Big Game is in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 143, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, starting off to the left, Mr. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, how you doing today, brother? Doing good, baby. Another day, another dollar, baby. I can't complain. Them stocks been hit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you didn't buy stocks in something like AMC. Like one of my homies bought stocks in AMC, and I was like, bro, they bought. They might be bankrupt. He was like, oh no, it's look, going I'm up. Gonna a, I'm gonna be a stockbroker after this, baby. I'm hit. I'm <laughs> people asking me for advice. <laughs> oh, well, we, I'm gonna have to get some stocks from you and shit. Joining me also, my other calls to the bottom, Mister Doom Doom. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. Can't complain, bro. Still holding up during the quarantine. Yeah, because y'all getting know, crazy out there in me. Vegas. Y'all wouldn't go outside over there. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild, man. It is wild. That's how the, the yo, Vegas, Georgia, Texas. Also, I don't know if y'all saw the Iowa. Iowa? Bro, <laughs> Iowa is nuts. They never close and they just dropping like flies. <laughs> like, that shit not true. funny, but they just dropping. Like, <laughs> I was on Twitter yesterday when I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? They, like, they do shit. How did I not find out that they never closed? Like not once. Not they do shit. They said we still working, we still farming. I, that kind of scared me because if the farmers got it, then that's gonna get to our can good. Like <laughs> that's bro. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm like, bro. you're not even just fucking with your own state at this point, right? Because I get it. You know, it's Iowa. <laughs> they they slogan might as well be Iowa. Nobody ever leaves. I get it. But like <laughs> nobody knows what that, that is. Shit? You gonna do that shit to the rest of us, bro? Like, I know the corn, I know the wheat is coming from that area. Why would you fuck with my bread? Why would you fuck with my corn, bro? They they wildin'. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm keeping this. This is hilarious. Tell them I said what's up. <laughs> Yo, all right. So speaking of quarantine, we got our first topic this week. Yo. They tried to distract us with from coronavirus with aliens. They said aliens real. <laughs> Bro. Yo, what is that? I've never been so embarrassed at our government before, bro. Like, they really just tried to like, yo, we, we don't know what to tell them. Say anything. Nigga, <laughs> we got aliens. <laughs> Hoping that niggas would just somehow forget that corona was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, bro. But that's kind of important, though. Like, like, the fact that there are aliens, that's kind of crazy. But, see, I don't even believe it. I think it's all bullshit. I think it's like they just trying to distract us from real shit. You oh, that's I mean? that's a fact. That's definitely what they was trying to do. But, like, I always thought aliens existed, and this is just like, Ooh. Yeah, I, I believe in aliens. I just don't think that they let them take a snapshot of them niggas and oh. go about their day. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like, that. All of a sudden, you just got that. There's no way. Yeah. Like, that's all I kept thinking, too. There's no way that you all of a sudden just found that out. Yo, I'm not hearing that. No, they've been knowing about this shit. Trump yeah. said, look, DEFCON orange. <laughs> the fucking... And then I also feel like that Kim Jong-un is dead shit. That was another one that I felt like could have been is it real? Yeah. Is it fake? I don't know. Because we don't have media inside North Korea. That's right. what I don't understand. Like, you can't get in there. So the only way we know about it is if they tell us. And I don't think they're telling us that. Yeah. 
Well, and that's nothing. Yeah, that's what I was right. thinking myself. I'm like, if he's dead, right? It's poor timing, first of all. Yeah. And then on top of that, I don't. I'm trying to think to myself: Is it something where his sister is like gonna the dictator? Be like, yeah. Or she gonna be like, uh, old boy over here in Cuba, where she gonna bust the doors open and start and getting be- that tourism revenue in? Because look, he turned Cuba around, and I know don't nobody hate him right now. He getting paper. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking she would do. Look, I had, I had, if he was really dead, I thought this. I said one, one or two things gonna happen. If he really dead, and the, and his sister not about about it, we bombing him right now. Cause if there's any time to do it, it's now. Get them niggas out of here. Get them out of here. It's over with. Kim Kim Jong is gone. Get them gone. Or part two, like you said, Brooklyn with the sister. She just gonna say fuck it. We getting that money. Cause that's what it be, bro. It be a lot of them. They be like, bro, I'm tired of this, bro. Like we ain't even making no money. Like we over here, like we getting money from the poor people, but the poor people not even giving us no money. And then we got Dennis Rodman coming over for dinners. <laughs> he ain't bringing no paper with him. Not, no, nothing. Just, he just that's his crazy ass self. <laughs> just be a weird nigga. <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of Rodman, I we already reviewed me and Schubert because we do the recaps every Monday for uh, Bros Who Binge. Which y'all thought of Last Dance? I I I I thought this. These two episodes were way better than the first, but they still doing that jump around shit. I and told it, you it wasn't gonna change it, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it got worse in this episode. I think like the jump around shit was crazy. Sure. How we? Sure. I how didn't we know started, what I was looking at. He was like all the way at Rodman getting to the Bulls, and then we go and back to the Pistons. All the way back. No, no, no. They went all the way back to his childhood, bro. <laughs> That shit said 1968. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what and the they fuck? spent too long covering him on the Pistons. But and okay. it was like, all right, nigga, we get it. They had to get through. And Robin. I, I told you it. that. Remember, I told you that see, we said they're gonna do they're gonna do uh Pippin next. And I said, no, they're not, they're gonna do Robin because Robin see, is more interesting. I think they had to do the Pistons yeah. shit, but I think they spent too much time on Rodman angle with the they should have did the Pistons versus Bulls rivalry. Cause that's the 91 championship. They didn't set up the rivalry enough. It was more so about Rodman. And then we didn't even know how the team, the Pistons felt about Rodman when he left. So it's like, what are we doing here? And it's and I dug it because that's yeah. the team Mike had to get over the hump. But I liked episode four more so because it was more, it felt more. Team. Tight, yeah, it felt more yeah. tight and jammed. Like it felt more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cohesive. It felt more cohesive, and it's just like so. We got the Phil Jackson when and I'm, poor Doug Williams, he got screwed. <laughs> and then Phil come in, take over after kissing butt with uh, Tex Winner, and then the GM like him, and then they put the new offense in, and then Mike go. But I gotta say, Phil offense work because when Doug Williams was there, uh, all they was doing was uh, Mike was, was just it, getting scoring championships. Was it, uh, oh, Doug Collins, not yeah, Doug Collins. Williams. I was like, yeah, Doug, Doug Williams. Doug Williams played football for the Redskins. I'm tripping. Okay. Yeah, Doug yeah. Collins. So Phil put the, put the thing in and it was it worked. The, Triangle, baby. Yeah. Uh, the only good part of episode three I liked was when we found out Dennis Rodman went on a 90-something hour bender and Michael Jordan had to go get that nigga out of his boxers with Carmen Electra butt-ass naked. Bro, come on. <laughs> this dude. Uh, that's the thing for me was like they were telling us about his relationship with Madonna, his relationship with Carmen Lecture. And for me, I knew that this was what was going because I I Pimpin, like I said before, is a country bumpkin <laughs> who signed that dumbass deal. Yeah. I don't feel bad. Show me the crazy man. Because like when they showed us on our test behind Ron Artest, you feel me? Like when we seen the Ron Artest story and it showed us how he got to where he was at. That was fire. I understand now. That's what I want to know. I don't care about how country became more country. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, the Rodman shit was crazy. The, yeah. From the Madonna shit, then to the Carmen Electra. Mike told Phil, look, nigga, if you he let him go, back. he ain't coming. Yo, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was just like, just like a nigga. <laughs> See, and bro, that's the kind of story to for this freaking doc. Like, I wanted to know these type of things because it's not the common knowledge shit. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. sure some people knew about it, like the people who was really following the dynasty when it was happening, but the casual fan don't really know about all the crazy shit Dennis Rodman was going through, all the contract issues Scottie Pippen was having. Like, we just see the final product. Bull. Oh, the championships, you know? yeah. And, and that was awesome. Like, I think that was... People starting to respect Jordan more because I noticed a lot of the LeBron haters, they kind of like, all right, I don't know if I can just go off on LeBron saying he just the GOAT when Jordan had to come through all of this. Like this dude, he won all these chips with a crazy man and a dude who was unhappy about his money the whole time. You know what no, I mean? No, uh-uh, no, we're not even doing oh, that. Oh, we doing that? Oh. We're not doing that. Listen, listen. Look. LeBron, oh, LeBron, about the cape for LeBron. Yeah, he I, is. And I'm about to, I'm about, oh, look, look, wait, let me man. get my point off before I let you say anything. Go ahead. Three and six, nigga. I'm not Three and six. That's what I'm talking about. My thing is oh. the, the obstacle, right? The, 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 the fantasizing the obstacle that Jordan had to get over versus what LeBron had to get over. Jordan had to get over bullies, right? Yeah. Nobody <laughs> can shoot. Well, nobody, nobody can shoot. But wait, they was throwing they Jordan was to the ground. They, they was they fighting. Was LeBron right. didn't have to fight nobody. Because <laughs> most of these dudes is weaker than LeBron, bro. If it was if it was a fight, he'd have been throwing bodies, bro. And LeBron didn't have to play against Isaiah Thomas, who was one of the best point guards ever with that solid team. And he had to play against Magic, Magic an All Star. They had Bird, Barkley, Malone. Like they had ballers. Why are you looking like that? Listen, who, listen, who LeBron listen. had to go through? Besides the the only the only championship I give him is the Warriors. That nigga lost to Dallas with the Heat. You lost we to Dirk. About, Dirk is a Hall of Famer. We talking about Kevin McHale? We talking about Kevin McHale? We talking about Robert Parrish? Bro? We talking about Dirk we and, and old ass Jason Terry? We That's what we talking about. He's that he he violated. He, first of all, he violated. He violated Terry. So don't even do that. Like Terry didn't get this. Them niggas lost, bro. Okay. Them niggas lost. <laughs> what I'm saying is. This nigga lost to Bird, right? And it was nothing but four tall white boys. The thing is, my point is the skills, right? Jordan came in with the skills that none of these dudes had, right? They were all like, this nigga can shoot. His mid-range is untouchable. You get in the court, you get in the paint. He, you know, Dwayne Wade, like, that's that's nothing from the documentary. I it's still got... Dwayne got the... The, uh, his up and unders from and his, his contact layup. And I'm like, Dwayne was really studying. Like, I know we see a lot of dudes studied LeBron. I mean... Studied MJ, but Dwayne really got that shit. I think if MJ was in the league today, he would eat on niggas. Bro, eat on still, niggas. But look, look, he would have still needed that second person, right? Oh, everybody needs that shit. They all need Yeah, they all that. And what did he have in Cleveland? Who, LeBron? What did he have in Cleveland? Kyrie and Kevin Love? No, oh, you talking about the first time? Before he left. Before oh, you talking about the first Kobe time? Wilson? Okay, come on. Mo Williams on. was a dog. Oh, we're talking about Scotty Pimpin, who was a perennial all star and defensive all team, all NBA all team. Nobody he had nobody. He didn't have nobody. He didn't have nobody. So that's my point that I'm trying to make. But the three and six, the three and six is because he had teams with the three and six. Like, I hear you. He lost to Dip. He lost with Miami to both. Dallas and the Spurs. Mike would have beat the Spurs with D Wade. No way. 
anyway. But look, 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 look. Kobe's still better than LeBron anyway, so fuck it. The point I'm trying to make here is none of them could have did it. None of them could have did it on their own, right? Oh, facts. I agree with that. Came through, right? And then the the Bynum gave Bynum gave Kobe the best two seasons. And Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom. Like we Kobe had a great squad. I didn't even have to talk about Pop because we already knew that. But I'm saying Bynum. Gave him the best, the best two years of his career. I agree. Now, if LeBron would have been that, see, my thing, I do this. The one thing that I will say that's against LeBron: the mentality and Trash. the yelling at the yelling at his teammates. LeBron doesn't yell at his teammates. Trash, bro. If LeBron would have been there yelling at his teammates, they're like the one. And Kobe, they're the one. They're the one. That, but that separate the good from the great. You know nah, I mean? nah, nah, nah. Like, when you're looking at your aspect, team, bro. No, hold on, no. You got to think, Scottie Pippen, they actually went in the, in the Scottie Pippen episode, they kind of got into it about how Scottie was one of them niggas. He didn't even understand how great he was. Facts. You know what I mean? Right. That's how they got away with paying him pennies on the dollar. Right. Because he didn't even think he was that nice. Jordan had to get on his ass every day. Like, look, nigga. But, who, just, but he had molded. And who LeBron, look, look. LeBron could have molded because, Bo- look, Booby was hitting buckets at one point. Mo Williams was a baller. But I'm not going to even count. I'm not going to even count. Uh, I'm not going to even count Cleveland. I'll give you that. I'm talking about Miami. Nah, you got to start in Miami, bro. I started in Miami because my point, that's my point that I'm making here is the fact that they were able to still get those top first round picks while MJ was on the team speaks value. The fact they could get Horace Grant and they could get Scotty Pimpin but that was by him to how much he was not gonna do it on his own. So no, I, me, I'm not I agree me, with it. Makes me look, it makes me bring down him a little bit for me because honestly, I didn't I thought he was the beast and they came and they were just role plays for him. No, but look, now, look, look, look. It's showing me but now he, that he, he addressed that though. He I got the argument. I got the argument ready. He did. Everybody needs somebody. But the question is when you Everybody get somebody, when you get the person, do you win with the person? Mike had Scotty and won. LeBron had Wade and lost. That's just a and fact. That's true. You, you gotta understand that Mike was only playing with the cards he was dealt. Dealt, yeah. He be like LeBron and say, BGM. I don't like these niggas, fire everybody. He didn't Facts. have the power to do that. Because LeBron going to, on the team he got to the Lakers, he said, fuck every last one of these niggas. Off the team. <laughs> and that was a like, mistake, honestly. In here. Jordan didn't have that luxury. He, he did and see, and look, he but he did like, nix trades, though. If you LeBron, say he didn't stop trading. No, no, he, he, he nixed some trades, okay. but look, all right, all right. if LeBron was the dog, if LeBron was the dog that Kobe and Mike was, Lonzo and Brandon Ingram would have been balling on that team because the niggas are, are cold. And, and, bro, I think What's it speaks volumes uh, when uh, B.I. leave the Lakers and just turn into this crazy this monster and Lonzo those are those are the environments he was in right because like I was saying before with um with with the Dennis Rodman thing and uh and uh Horace Grant thing right Dennis left uh the Pimpin I mean the Pistons and he went to uh to the Spurs and he wasn't the same right true he was still doing his thing but he wasn't the same person true true you gotta be in the right environment I get that right but all I'm saying is the only thing that really separates them is the I'll do anything to win. Right? And the rings. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying that is the, that's what led to the rings. Oh, okay, I'll okay. I'll do anything to win. All right. Kobe 
and, right. and Michael would do anything to win. And to me, that's why, look, I can't put Jordan, I, I can't rank Jordan yet because I got to watch some more of these old games and I got to finish the documentary. But still, for me, Kobe is the, Kobe the man, bro. I got Kobe over Bron. And I know people hate saying that, but I got Kobe over Bron, bro. I, I say, who got a problem with that? All the Bron stands, the Bron fans out there, bro. They just be, ugh. See, for me, because like. Three and six. That's all I got to say. Three and six. Bro, they, they, they do, like, but if, most of them don't have a good argument, so though. Great, the, the winning would reflect it. You know what I mean? Like, there shouldn't, if you are... He shouldn't have lost to Dallas. All I'm time, sorry. That, I'm saying, if you're the greatest all time, there should not be nobody in the league while you are playing that we can debate on. Fact, you know that's I mean? true. That's true, Jordan, too. There was, there was no debate. There was debate. But there, was no, there was no... Malone Kevin scored Durant more points in the 90s than... than then we we all say crusty wow. ass Carl Malone. No, wait, wait, wait. No, Carl Malone scored Carl the most Malone points got, in the nineties. He got points, but we at at what point in time was Carl Malone considered a better fucking player than Michael Jordan? Lie to me. Lie to me. Lie to my Never. face. Lie to my face. My point and, is and this. who and, and wait. in those in those rooms and with those reporters because look. Because all the all the narrative that LeBron I mean that MJ was telling us, I didn't know about until I watched the documentary. You know what? about those narratives? Cause no, I didn't, cause no, I know this black ass wasn't born in ninety one. No, no, I didn't know about him either. But that's why I don't like to judge that's him till I see. But that's and what then I'm also, is, we don't know that debate. We weren't there for that debate. We're here for this debate. And right? then also to do point versus KD and them people. And to do point, definitely a thing there. You know, Kobe at the time when Kobe was the best player in the league, there was no debate, none. It was him. Who's who? Oh, we was alive at that point. Only person that could have been was injured, injury ridden, and that was Tracy McGrady. And, and honestly, Tracy McGrady could have been the best of all time. Facts, but you see, the thing is, it wasn't really for for um for Kobe. The window of him being the greatest player at the time wasn't as big as we really think. It was. No, it wasn't. It was small. It was Shaq, about, Shaq was the best at one point, right. and so then when Shaq went to Miami, two thousand and it was like two thousand eight. It was like from two thousand and eight, or or like no, from two thousand. When they lost to the Pistons in the championship, when the Pistons were winning, so like 2004 to like 2008, nine ish, yeah. before right when LeBron came, right. yeah. So that's my point. Five, five year window, right? So for MJ, when we watch his documentary, it's a six year window. So that's what I'm saying is, it's really not the, the, the debate is yes, he was a great winner, right? He was a great winner. Well, shit, but no, MJ, MJ was the best from from ninety to to ninety nine. He was the best from 90 to 99 with three years missing. All right, true. That's three years off his resume, right? That's true. Play. 99, the 99 year, uh, between 90, uh, between 94. It's, it's 94, 95. He missed yeah, those. I said years. 94 off season, he decided he was going to retire. Yeah. And he came back like halfway through the end of 95. Yeah, like, and he, yeah, facts, facts. All right, well, we, we don't have this conversation more as the documentary continues because I want to debate this, but we got to get into some real shit MJ, real quick sorry. before we get into our clown shit because we will, we got some clown topics to discuss, but we got to get into some some real shit. And, and I know most people might not know who this is, but in terms of the culture, <laughs> I think this is important to say because it connects to the Joe Budden podcast. It connects to Duce Palooza. It connects to Cavs, if you know him from... Uh, Flagrant 2, or formerly a Flagrant 2. It just connects to a lot of people in the industry. And this guy had a deal with Tidal, and he had his own podcast with Tidal. So we're talking about Chris Styles. And over the weekend, it came out that Chris Styles had done a lot of fucked up shit. So let me read what was said about him before 
I, uh, before we do our deep dives in it, but I don't, cause I don't want to say the wrong thing what he did, but let me, okay. So, all right. So this is a story about what Chris Stiles did. Chris Stiles was the host of Duce Palooza, the famous show that, that goes around touring. It's a party sponsored by Duce and, and Jay-Z and everything. And Chris Stiles had a title podcast. So let me explain, but we're, we're setting this up cause I want to discuss the situation and the culture that we need to fix. So, all right. Chris Stiles, this is what the girl said. My encounter with Chris Stiles is the same as everyone else's. Me and him were friends eight years ago. We would converse through text. One day he wanted to see me, so I told him, pull up just to chill in his car and talk. He drove away through blocks from my house, proceeded to pull his penis out and force my head down for oral sex. I declined and demanded he take me back home ASAP. He refused until I did what he wanted. I legit got out of the car and walked home in the cold, blocked him immediately everywhere elsewhere. Okay, so we have another one. Uh, I experienced the same thing with Chris. I met him at Duce Palooza last year. He asked me for my IG. I gave it to him and we were talking for a day. When he asked me to go to his house, I told him maybe we can go to a restaurant or something. He said, nah, he just wants me at his house. When I declined, he threw his credits in my face saying, I have a deal with title. I know Jay-Z. I'm like, whatever. Then he got angry and said I was annoying and childish for not wanting to fuck him. Uh, he's really crazy. That nigga hit me up from three different numbers I blocked. I exposed the text when it happened because he legit is crazy. He doesn't get what he wants. We only linked twice and had sex once. The second time I refused to have sex because his bed sheets smell musky and like balls. I was so mad I didn't even uh, sleep and I told him at 6 a.m. I'm taking a cab home. He refused. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was... Uh, We finally get out of the car and drive off. He starts arguing with me because I'm paying him no mind, laughing at my phone. He stops in the middle of the street and tells me to get out, and that's when I start wilding on him. He drove me to Atlantic Station, and that was it after that. Every time he would hit me up, i curve him in the exact same way. Uh, Let's see. They got some more stories. Uh, Damn. In 2015... All right, yeah. So I don't, I don't have to go through all this. It was just basically a bunch of this. He had the one... Thing where the girl said she uh he forced her to uh give him uh suck his penis and they had another accusation of him raping someone and i i just want to say this off rip that we do not condone none of that shit and that i'm glad that nigga got if he did that sick shit fire his ass get his ass out of here there's some things i want to discuss about it because some of the things that he got accused of was because he was talking to a girl and the girl was like, he treated me bad because he told me that he just wanted to have sex. I told him no. And then uh, when we discovered that that was in the relationship, he just dropped me off somewhere and and, and went about his business. We're not discussing the rape thing. We all get that wrong. But I'm asking y'all, if you set your intentions with someone and you tell them, this is what I want to do. And they say, no, is it wrong of you to just leave? I don't think, I don't think that's wrong. I mean, and he, and she had already gave it up one time before that. So like, if you don't want, yeah, outside, like, yeah. You, mean? Cause, you gotta go. Like, like you guys, like we, we could dip out, but look, like I said, we don't condone on a rape shit. Get his ass out of here. Doom, what right. you feel about any of this? Like, I think, I think everybody know what's right and wrong in this situation. Facts. I think my question is more so, do we believe that the accusations are what they're saying? Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Because like, I don't, I, I just, me personally, I just can't picture somebody at that level of success. You make millions of dollars throwing parties, bro. Like there, I'm pretty sure his opportunity to get girls and to get laid is, is a lot. You know what I mean? But see, let and me stop you. Cause, about, Cause I feel like that's, 
with people like me, you in Brooklyn and with people that we cool with, it's like, that's how we think. Cause that's how we move. We don't move with the intentions of using our status or using what we do to get women. We, we use our game. And if we get with them, we get with them. If we don't, we don't. But for some right. people in power, if, and, and let me, I'm gonna just put this out. Crystal's not an attractive ass nigga. He nope. not, he not, he, he an ugly ass nigga. And for some people that aren't used to, coming from a place where you could get all the girls you want. I just know this because I know people who did this. When they get to power, they get money. They like to say, come on and let's get it. And and they feel that they could say, I'm cool with Jay-Z. Why are you not banging me? Like, what's up, girl? I got a title. And, and that's wrong. Title and, contract. What's up? Yeah, and I, I agree a thousand percent with what you're saying. It's just, I'm trying to imagine. And then maybe it could be what you said. Me and you just think, Different. It's just different, like, yeah. I can't imagine a nigga <laughs> linking up with a girl. Like, he he had enough game, apparently, for her to agree to wanting to meet up with him. And then also Man, another thing... that as soon as she got in the car, son whipped the shit out, was trying to force her head. Like, come on, bro. You gotta be a crazy nigga to do that. You know <laughs> like, what I'm saying? Like, but, but the thing is, they got... I would, I would be with you because I, I think if this is the thing, take him to court. But also women feel that, and this is true, that if there's not enough evidence, they're just going to lose anyway. And, right. and, and that's what this seems like. But the fact that there's so many, like it's like 30 at this point. It may even be more. That's why I got to, I'm, I'm inclined to believe it. That's why. But fam, don't it always happen like that, bro? That's true, too. That's like, true, too. It's just like how how far fetched is it? And I hate to sound insensitive. I do want to preface that by saying I'm not insensitive to rape victims at all. Like if he's actually doing this shit, get him bro, the fuck out of here. Get him to the full extent of the law. You know yeah. what I mean? There's no put him in jail. That shit. But I'm saying we gotta at least say, okay, where's your proof? Okay, due process. Yeah, thirty women came out and said this and that. But how, how do we know they ain't just start some goddamn group message on Twitter? Like, hey, ladies, y'all trying to come up? Let's get this nigga. <laughs> how do we know that that's not the case? No, you're right. You got to have some kind of proof other than just saying this what this nigga did. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to have some kind of proof, bro. I mean, like, like you said, bro, like as somebody that throws a party, right? If you an ugly nigga, right? They gotta be some ugly bitches in there throwing that pussy at you, bro. Yeah, bro. You can't always walk away with the bad bitch, bro. Like it's okay. It's all right. Oh, and so apparently I he was recording them, and then uh, without their consent, and then like sending it, like he was doing that wild shit, the the revenge porn type shit, and blackmailing them. So they might have that. Right. They got yeah, their- yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Well, then that's all I need to hear. They got <laughs> they show, that, me. I, show me it, bro. I knew they had some more text messages, like apparently, and that's why he getting fired from Duce Palooza because I'm pretty sure they sent proof to them. Right. All right like cool. these yeah, gossip sites proof. aren't aren't sending this to us. Like we not seeing this, but right. But also, my thing is, if they got that proof, why they don't put him in jail? Right. If they got that proof, where Brooklyn that's at gmail.com. I mean, but shit, the fuck? Yeah, it's... it's oh, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. Because if they were able to prove that, why aren't they taking the necessary actions to get right. them out of here for real? Why are we having discussions on gossip sites about that? Yeah, and put court of public uh, opinion. We're just like, so oh, what, yeah, you know fuck I mean? him and his title contract. Like, why are we not trying to put him in jail completely? Like, why are we stopping right there? We should take it the full way. Yeah, no, we should put him in jail. Yeah, I agree with that. And look... Like, like I said, if you listen to this podcast enough, you know how all of us feel about this. We support women. We believe victims. It's just, I've seen at this point, 
enough women lie about it to where men lose their careers. I've seen enough men lie about it to where women lose it. It's, it's both sides. It's like, we got to stop these liars. We got to stop this. And I want to ask y'all how y'all feel about this, because this was talked about on the Joe Budden podcast. They, they did a lot of damage control today because Rory is this dude's friend. And they got tweets with Rory and, and him on the internet where they made a joke about something that wasn't funny. And they had to do a lot of damage control today. And they went out to the point of, if you know your man's doing sexual assault or beating someone, you should stop him. Yes, I agree with that 100%. If you know your man not paying child support, I can't speak on that because I don't have a child. Like, look, I, I can't tell my man what to do about that with his child. I can say, look, bro, you being a deadbeat father and shit, but that's the, that's the most I could do. The next thing they said was, if your man cheats on his girl, are you just going to sit by? And they was like, nah, we got to tell him he's doing the wrong. Bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. If my man cheats on his girl, I look, I look, and I go straight forward. <laughs> I see exactly, shit. Bro. Like, what is, what are you exactly. talking about, bro? What are we exactly. fucking talking and, about? And what's crazy is like, now that Twitter and Instagram and all this shit is a thing, everybody got this opinion and they put out the opinion that I would always do the holier than thou thing. It's like, no, you like, would not. Man, we see how you move on a day-to-day basis. Like the people that actually know you, like not everybody's just this perfect angel that don't ever make a mistake and like i said i gotta reiterate again i'm not condoning rape or none oh yeah of that no if, if any of my niggas doing that shit we look we had right. like i'm yeah no right. like we like if, like i for example i had a guy i went to elementary school with we were friends at for a minute but then we grew apart and then like he wanted to be friends he would invite us to chill at his place and one night we was chilling at his place all of a sudden Bomb to his girl. Me and my homie JJ just step up yeah, and just bow. Nigga, what are you doing? Nigga, get the like, we take him outside, start punching. What are you doing to this to this girl? Yeah, me and Jay beating this nigga ass. Our other friend checking on the girl. And he was like, We're not gonna do this. He's like, look, bro, we, we don't want to call the cops on you, but we're gonna do whatever she wanna do. And your ass better apologize. We beat that nigga ass. It's like you are not about to hit no woman in front of me. Like, what the yeah, fuck I'm are we shocked doing? That he did that in public. Like, I know like he in was, front of you. Yeah. But like, but see, that's when you behind closed doors. But that's, that's when you're comfortable. Yeah, that's when you come. That's yes, sicko nigga. And that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, rape shit like that. Nah, we not letting that shit slide. But to say if I see my man cheating on his, that's not my place, bro. That's not my fucking place. Right. Right, and I'm saying like, like nine times out of ten, bro. Even if your <laughs> nigga is doing something like that, these niggas not, you know. You're not gonna know what a nigga doing in his bedroom. Like niggas don't know what. And on top of that, he's not even sneaky. He probably gonna get caught from home before he get caught from me. Like exactly. Gotta tell anybody that's snitching. I'm thinking my head is dirty macking. What's your intention, dog? (laughs) What's your intention, dog? You you been talking to her, ain't you? The only way I would I would do that is if. I have been friends with the girl longer than the dude. And right. I'm actually friends with her. And like, like you said, if I have any romantic intentions, I'm not trying to do that because I'm not, because that karma come back to bite your ass. Ooh, that take but, but if it's just my friend, like, because I have to, shout out to my friend Olivia. If I found out anybody was cheating on Olivia, I'm, that's because that's my homie. I'm telling her, me and her have no, it's straight platonic. There's never been any type of relationship. Like, that's my nigga. So like, I'm going to like, tell my nigga, but like, right. There's levels to this. Like, if I see my best friend doing some shit, I'm not about to say shit, nigga. What's, what's wrong with y'all? That's why that that I want to see how y'all felt about that because that that rubbed me the wrong way. Because I was like, I get y'all have to do damage control because of this situation, but y'all just. 
Y'all just, I felt that was very insincere of the Joe Budden podcast to say that if they saw their man's cheat. Like, nigga, you're lying. Like, yeah, Joe, you was cheating on... Cheated. Yeah, yeah like, somebody cheated. What is wrong with y'all? Dude, you listen to that. Like, I feel like that's that's PC. That I feel like that was yeah. them selling out. They, they, sold the they immediately out. went to damage control, too, which made me think, like, it might be some truth to the shit. Cause that, too? They didn't even try to really defend. They was more so like, <laughs> yeah, they was accusing myself from this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had no defense. Like, there was like no, no defense. And another thing, <laughs> okay, I want to ask y'all this. Because see, me and Doom was talking about this off air, and I think we need to have these conversations. Rape, I can't, I can't help the person. They got to go to jail. Right. I can't do nothing. But it with, with like, what's the, I don't even think, sec- like, we're just doing women dirty, sexual, not assault, because you need to go to jail for that too. But just the, the downright dog, just like he talking to three, four, five girls. He got like all he got like one real relationship and five fake relationships. Shout out to my dog. You know what? I'm at like like okay. Name. If you make if you make a girl uncomfortable in public, I would try to talk to you. Like if you make girls uncomfortable by the way you say like inappropriate jokes or things crazy, okay. I yeah. would have to talk to my man's for that situation because you making the spot uncomfortable. I try to help you, but like I don't. I don't know, because Doom, I, after we talked about this over Twitter, I, I had to rethink about it, because I was like, that's my best friend. I want to get him help no matter what. But it's like, I want to get him help, but he got to go to jail. <laughs> like, like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, for the yeah. for the rape and sexual assault, like, I want to get you help. You'll get a therapist, but you got to go to jail first, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah facts. Yeah, yeah you, you definitely got to, like, <laughs> pay your debt to society. Society, facts. yeah, facts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not no shit that you just sweep under the rug. Fuck you know no. Yeah, you gotta go to jail right, as long though, as I can. You definitely still, if that's your nigga, you still would wanna help. Be that's, there my, for him. that's my, that's my thing. Like, you know what I mean? There's only like a like if I've been knowing you since I was three years old, and we we you my best friend, right? Like you did wrong. You gotta go to jail. But if somehow you get out, I, I would try to get you. I would try to get you therapy because like I feel second chances should be allowed to happen yep. if you can show right. remorse and you can. And, and show that you're you're a changed person. Now, if you still acting wild after you get out, bye bye to the friendship. Right. Like I'm out. Right. I'm yeah. Out. And 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 this is this is why we got to do something about like if the females are lying because they gotta go to jail. Whether he found guilty or not, son career is done with. He's oh, yeah, forever the nasty man. You know what I mean? Like forever, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's fucked up, bro. That is yeah, fucked he- up. He his he title deal done. The nasty man, bro. Title Nobody deal over with. with Podcast over with. Yep. Uh, you're not yep. gonna be a a party like party promoter. You gonna start a new one? Who they gonna come to the ring? Think you root for your bitches? Yeah, who coming to the roofie yeah. party? Exactly. And, and that's another thing. Doing why it's a bad, a real bad look because let's say, let's say he didn't do it, but the fact that he's a host at parties and they constantly. Bad. Yeah, it makes it look terrible. That's why I think no matter like, even with or without the proof, I think he had to get fired from Duce Palooza. Yeah, like no matter what, because you're the host of this. You host like they got they got videos of them shooting yeah. liquor in bitches' mouth with a super soaker. Like he probably got a smirk on his yeah. face, and then they you know that's he's a like, bad look. That's a bad like, look. Yeah, you can't you can't keep that going. Yeah, no, that's a that's a terrible look. So and y'all got bro, anything? Oh, go ahead. That's that's that man's entire livelihood. So Facts. I just hope that the women not lying, lying. and on them. That made him a nasty. Because if it's lies, bro, it's bro. That that is a crime. That is, to me, that's like no, I agree. Right up there with rape. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I agree. To figure out what we're gonna do that in. I've been saying for in Brooklyn yeah. this, since this yeah. podcast started. If a, I say, look, if a man commits rape, throw him 
underneath the jailhouse. Bury his ass. But you see, if a woman lie about it, put her right there underneath the jailhouse with him. Exactly. Because, like, exactly. there are men throughout history, especially African-American men, who get lied on, and they spend their entire lives in jail, get out when they're 70, they life over it, and, 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 no, and then the family want to come say, oh, my mom lied, or my daughter. Bitch, what I'm supposed to do my whole life is over with. Like, what are you... Right. What do we do? Like, we there has to be a way that if you are lying about rape, if you're lying about sexual assault, you need to go to jail for as long as the people who did the crime. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, yep. and I know people might say that since it's like, whoa, they lie. Like, she just ruined my life. Yes, yeah, she, she she ruined the life. Like, that's traumatic. Like, I for the for the way that women, and I know it's not the same. I'm not comparing it. But if you get accused of rape and it's a lie. Your life is over. People look at you as the nasty man. You can't get jobs. You got to register as a sexual offender. That is traumatic. It might not be the same level of trauma as getting raped, but that's still very that's still traumatic to a person. Like, that's like, that'll put you in a dark ass place. Like, it, that's horrible. Yeah. So, that's all. Anything else y'all got on the There's no. Oh, no. Go ahead. Finish up, dude. We can keep talking. Because, like, if you guys. There's like no monetary value on years of your life. You know what I'm saying? Because we like, don't know how much time we got. I sue a bitch. Exactly, bro. It's like, think bitch. about if you get out, because they'll, they'll have people that are like wrongly convicted and then <laughs> they'll let them out and then they'll be like, all right, we'll I, cash I'll put it out. in ink. <laughs> Yeah. This nigga's stupid, bro. I will sue a bitch. <laughs> this, this nigga is dumb, bro. Side silk ain't delivered, all right? To, yeah, no, you got to. So, like, think about, bro, like, if, if somebody tried to give you, like, a meal for spending 20 years of your life in jail, bro, you've literally missed out on everything. Your yeah. entire, you didn't even get an opportunity to build a life because you spent the entirety of it in jail. Right. You know what and I'm saying? Shorty talking about her grandkids saying that she lied. Bitch, I didn't even have kids. I didn't even have, I didn't get a chance to have grandkids. <laughs> like, my mama don't want to see me. And don't let the mama die. It's like, ugh, my whole family going. I'm here by myself. Yeah, you got to get sued. I don't care if it's your family. Somebody got to get sued. I'm suing the city. I'm suing the police. Some, I'm suing everybody. I'm suing everybody, bro. Yeah. I'm suing, it's it's going to be me against the police department against the city against your mama your grandmama your aunties your uncles and your cousins fuck that yeah 100 percent. well <laughs> let's let's uh change up that's we just wanted to say that and look to all the victims that was affected by this i i hope you find peace and i hope y'all can get over this and i'm sorry that, that y'all went through that but let's get on to the next topic all right so we got some music stuff before i get into the craziness because i got some crazy <laughs> i got some wild shit we talking about this week but uh meg the stallion and beyonce people saying yo they should drop an album new version of watch the throne you bitches are smoking some straight crack if y'all think meg the stallion and beyonce put out an album is the new watch the throne that wouldn't even be better than what a time to be alive let alone watch the throne a wow, meg the stallion was, beyonce nice. album i was gonna say jack cactus that's what i was gonna say cactus, yo and cactus jack was uh it was trash like cactus jack was not that great like and look he even went to what time to be alive that was the, nice the meg beyonce <laughs> song was was cool jay-z in the dream wrote the whole thing it sounded i'm not a big fan of beyonce rapping I'm just not. Nobody is. Doom, you heard the song? <laughs> let me let me let me play devil's advocate though. I, I never I never heard the song yet. But if they were to come out with a project, why wouldn't it be able to be compared to a Watch the Throne? The Watch who, the Throne who, album? I'm, who I'm is wait, 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 wait. Wait. 
Who, okay, Beyonce, Jay-Z, is Meg the Stallion Kanye West? What are we talking about? That's what I'm saying. We got a super producer. We got one of the, the legendary no, but, rappers in the game. Let's say, let's say, There's no way. She's proven. I'm not even necessarily a big fan of her music, but I'm saying she's proven time after time that she can come out with a hit. Well, like yeah, because anthem she got a thousand hit. fucking yeah, writers. Everybody on it. But that's... Everybody. That's... Like... Look, I'm, I'm only looking at the final product, though. I'm only looking at the final product. And you're right, Beyonce and so are women. Like, women are only looking at the final product. He's got a point. You know what? If, if I'm a land play devil advocate, I got to ride the wave. He's right. Women are only looking at the final product. We the only ones that look at the credits. But that, bro, uh, that's, that's going to be bop of the century. That bitch is going to go for females everywhere. It's going it, it, to be a song, female bro. alive that says they don't like that project. All right, I agree with that. It would be huge, but like... If, we, if we're talking about artistically critiquing music, there's no way on God's green earth that that would be better than, than Kanye right. and Hove. No, or, no, no, we're not, we're not even argument. saying better, bro. We're not saying better. We're talking about it even being in the same sentence. Yeah, or even Drake Future. Right. Like, because What a Time to Be Alive was fire. That's why I went that, back to Cactus Jack, because I'm it, like, whoa, that's offensive, bro. You said what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. At first, yeah. it seemed like this give- giveaway project, but when you listen to it now, it's aged like fine wine. It set the wave before the wave even came. Like it, like Beyonce. It was uh, a calm before the storm for future, honestly. Beyonce Meg would be better than Ca- uh, Cactus Jack, but come on, man. And I know Beyonce is a legend, but just Meg got to spend more time in a game than a year. Like, what are we? Right. What are we doing? Right. But it, what are we doing here? What are now, we talking about? Now here? I think a better comparison is May. Okay. I think now what would be a good watch the throne comparison would be Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. I knew you was gonna say that. Oh, that's the God. truth. Okay. Now that one, yeah, that's watch the throne. <laughs> that's the that's the female look. Don't okay. hate on the Harajuku Barbies. You just being a <laughs> hater. You on Cardi B stand? No, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> My point. I, I, time, all I'm ever gonna say is shout out to the Bronx, but. <laughs> They both trash. <laughs> yeah. They both trash. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to completely disagree. So you think the Meg Beyonce album disagree. would be would be closer to Watch the Throne than the Meg than the Beyonce Nikki? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> at, at, at that point, at that point with the Beyonce and Nikki, we only looking at the respect we got for their legacies. Okay, okay. But you can tell me that anything Nikki dropping is you listening to that? I listened oh, to the Doja Cat that, Nicki that, Minaj that, song. Is that which one was that? They Nicki on the Say So remix. Oh, she on a remix though. Look, she's sorry, bro. Come on, Beyonce on the remix to Savage. Oh, look, this showed up for Doja. Yeah, I, I, I showed up for Doja. I did show up for Doja. You right? You right? I'm not even lying. Showed up for Doja, man. You right? Look, right. I'm one of those people, bro. You can be you can be a legend all you want. We gotta discuss at some point, bro. Your time is just done. I think no, you're Nikki right. Time is she, she transitioning to something else. She no, not, I don't she disagree not with the that. Hot rapper that she was a few years ago. I agree you know with I mean? that. Yeah, I agree with ago. that. I think when she was working with Beyonce, if they would have put the album out then, like when she first started working yeah. with Beyonce, yeah. before she went fully no pop, doubt. no question. Like, like post Monster, that would have been watch the th- that would have no been question. crazy. No, we can't count that. Why? Because I still don't believe that she had anything to do with her verse. In Monster? With Rick Ross, Kanye, and Jay-Z in the room. You telling me she wrote that? That's one of her hardest verses. I don't that's, believe she wrote Safari it. didn't write it. Because Safari ain't put out a song hard enough for that since. But that's my point. That's her. I think that's her. 
I'm gonna give it to bro, Jigga Man, <laughs> Ricky Rose, and Crazy Kanye in the room. All right, well, look, telling me she wrote that. We Man. know, we know when Ross writes, it sounds just like him, courtesy of Dwayne Wade. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't yeah. a Ross verse. We know yeah. it's not Kanye because he don't write. The only person I can maybe see in it being is Jay. But you see, the thing is too, and the reason why I linked towards Jay is because Jay's verse was about haters. And so was hers. Uh, and they both had that little monster thing. Going. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. the song is called Monster, but yeah, more so but, than more so than yeah. Ross. Yeah, and that's my thing with his verses. It's always about people hating on him, right? For the most part. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. And yeah, see. you might oh, be right. Cause look, dude set me off last week when he was talking about the uh, the who would win in the hits thing. I've been listening to Ross and, and Jigga Man all week. <laughs> I've been listening to them all week, yeah. bro. And look, you know they did a gospel one. I who who watched that? Like, the gospel fans, good for them. But they did a they did who a gospel verse. I don't know. Who I didn't was even in the battle. It wasn't even Kirk Franklin. Like it was some people I oh, never heard of. Like, oh, it's trash. Yeah, if it's, if it's not Kirk, I'm for sure not too. It wasn't the Clark you sisters. Can tell me Kirk, Kirk not the coach. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. That shit shocked they the hell out of me. Mm-mm. All right, another collab that dropped over the weekend. What y'all think of the Scots? And shout out to Travis Scott because that that Fortnite concert he did was impeccable. That Crazy. was that was amazing. That's Crazy. legend. Like, see, that's the type of shit that puts Travis Scott to me at the top of the new generation. He is at the like the the after the Kendrick Coles and Drakes. There's he's nobody new, to me. New school, bro. That's no that's, school. Yeah, there's nobody to me that's coming up like Travis. Travis is utilizing his platform. He's utilizing his girlfriend. He's utilizing the new wave in technology. Kylie Jenner, she be promoting everything. Oh, like, they Travis, together? I didn't know they were together. Baby mama, that. you know, you know baby mama. Yeah, they all this together. To me, what Travis is doing is what Chance should have been doing with all these young, like, I expected Chance to be doing this cool shit. No, Chance is sober. Travis. Yeah. Chance is sober. Nobody wants sober Chance. I'm telling you, look, yeah. I'm going to start making shirts. Bring back Junkie Chance. Don't nobody want That's this sober. Fact. We don't want these sober niggas That's in the game, fact. bro. This Chance is not what it's bro. about. Still to this day, I have yet to hear a project as crazy as Acid Rap. Bro, Acid Rap is a classic. Like, a front classic. to back. Classic and the rest album, of his bro. stuff, just throw it out. They might as well just... Just throw him away at this and look, dispose of him. I remember when I heard Surf, people were like, oh, no, it's, it's not his album. Give it a chance. I was like, eh, this is whatever. Then when I heard Cullen Book, people was like, oh, this is this is fire. I was like, eh, this is all right. And then when the next one came, I was like, you see, this is what we've been leading to. This is what we've Put been in the, the box. The recent one? Yeah, the recent one is horrible. Yeah, that bro. one that one was bad. He Put had him in the one box or two songs that, that I could even listen to. There's only there's the last chance song I liked. It was the thing with like the walk the White Sox cover. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up the song while we talk. That's that's oh, the social last experiment, wasn't it? Where he was rap, he was rapping his ass off. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna pull up the song. That was the last chance song I fucked with heavy. But yeah, man, I I'm just super proud of Travis Scott. But what y'all think of the Scots? The song. See what I was no, gonna I, say I, is I could, uh, I could never hate on that. Oh no, my bad. Go ahead. No, do your thing, bro. Do your thing. I, I I could never hate on the Scots, bro, because I'm one of the biggest Kid Cudi fans. Like Kid Cudi always got a special spot for me. He's okay. one of those artists, bro. He did so much that even if he dropped some shit that's ass, I'ma still cape for him. You know what I mean? Nah, I feel you. Wasn't wasn't that bad. I just kind of didn't like him. Doing like the whole auto tune Travis Scott ad lib thing, like that was kind of weird for me because I'm not used to hearing Kid Cudi do that. 
I rather but Cuddy Holmes. I like the song. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, the song exactly. too. I think I think Cuddy went to try to be like, I'm more in Travis's bag, where I want Cuddy to be in his bag and Travis to be in his like imagine and I think Travis that saying the collab would have been the way. I think it would have it would have meshed better that way instead of one of them trying to do the other person. Yeah, thing. that's what I'm saying. Like I hope because it seems like right. they're about to put out an album. And if right. they do, I want to hear Travis's his uh auto-tune singing with the classic cutty hums like the mmms and all that fire shit like yeah. give us the classic fi- cutty hums and with the new school Travis Mike Dean Simpson shit and that's gonna be a great project like this I honestly I haven't liked a cutty album since Indica maybe and Indica was kinda hit or miss and if Cuddy can come with Travis and Travis getting back popping then that's gonna be fire. Yeah. See that was gonna be my They've point. done that before <laughs> what not Astro World, but the album before that. Yeah, but Birds in the Trap sing like McKnight. McKnight or something like that. No, it yeah. was the ends. It was the it ends. Was the I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because it was not sure the title, but it was on Birds in the Trap sing McKnight. Yeah, no, that song was yep. fire. Yep. But yeah, be, be what you thought of the Scots. I thought, I, like I said, I was like, I thought it would have been better in with the mesh flow if they would have both did their thing instead of trying to come be compatible with the other person because. For us as the consumers, I thought it would have been well just them doing their own thing. Right? Yes. But I also know that at this point in Cuddy's career, he's trying to fight the stigma of in order for me to sell records, I gotta do what I did back then. Back yeah. then. You know what I'm saying? So I get it as an artistic from an artistic standpoint. I'm trying I get to do that. some new shit. But we don't want that shit, right? Yeah. And we want the hums. <laughs> as far as the Travis Scott things go, right? As far as him doing what he's doing now, I love that he's keeping the momentum going because this shows all the haters that he only blew up so much because of a Jenner, right? Yeah. Because he, now what? it's just like... He been blew up. Yeah, that's what's separate, like. you know what I'm saying? Like, because now they were saying like, all right, well, he... Because that was speak of the devil when we talk about Nicki Minaj, right? That was her biggest thing against him was that the only reason why he's getting... Oh, yeah, because... Like, yeah, he blew that, up, but I then his clout got bigger that. because of the fact that he was with Kylie Jenner, right? But now they separate... He and got he the still Fortnite bag, and I know yeah. he got a big bag from that. Oh, yeah, no, Fortnite paid him a bag for that. Because that, that was that was amazing. This thing with Cuddy, like, come on, bro. Like, this shows that I don't need nobody. My girl, yeah, fast. I don't need nobody. Shout out to Travis, because that is Liddy as hell. Also, uh, oh, that trap, that, uh, the, just for some clarification, the Chance song was Home Studio Back Up In This Bitch, and the Cuddy song, it was it was Through The Late Night, but they also had another song on Birds and Trap Sing McKnight. It wasn't the ends, it was the second song. It was right before Coordinate. Not a shit don't want to load, but it was two songs. But Doom, you were right as well. All right, let's get to the next topic. So we got two more, or three more topics. Uh, Sauce Walker said that cameramen are the new pimps of 2020 because of OnlyFans. He said, Sauce Walker said he got a white girl that he pimping on OnlyFans. He getting her money. He said he got her mama doing OnlyFans and his assistant. Sauce Walker said he make 50000 a month just off of his uh, old lady assistant OnlyFans. Go ahead, Sauce. Or, or should cameramen get into the OnlyFans game? What y'all think about cameramen being the new pimps? And let me tell y'all how they finesse it. They say, oh, I'm not going to charge you for a session. Give me the rights to the photo, and bomb, we got you. It's over with OnlyFans. <laughs> Brooklyn, your face. What's, what, what's going on over there, man? I'm trying to find the PC way. No, you know, hey, just say, just go out with it. <laughs> we was PC earlier. Bro, 
this is nuts. All right. <laughs> to say the least, this is nuts. Okay. Because I get it from the cameraman standpoint, you know what I'm saying? For him, he's like, you could do it on your phone, right? But I got the H, uh, HD quality. You feel me? I could get it to you the right way. And but you don't I have do, to use a selfie stick. Right. I do need gotta... you to break me off. I get that, right? No, they get the full rights. Word, but the pimp word is where it starts to get scary, right? Because it's just like, it's kind of like the revenge porn thing. Like, say she said she don't want to do no more. So now he get mad that she don't want to do no more. And that was his main source of income because she was bringing in the dope. Well, she don't want to do no more. You don't get no more pictures from me, girl. Nah. Right. But at the same time, what is his, like, you know, because some of these dudes ain't righteous. Some of these dudes may just start leaking they shit. You feel me? So for me, the word pimp scares me. But see, okay, I feel that. But my thing is, that's why if I'm, if I'm a cameraman, I tell him this. Look, I shoot the set. Whatever pictures you want, I'm going to give them to me. You don't have to pay for it. But because you don't have to pay for, this, for the photography shoot, I have rights to do whatever I want with these photos. You can do whatever you want, but I'm going to do whatever I want as well. And I, I'm going to make my own event. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna make the money that way. And there's nothing that's not revenge porn. It's you not, gave me the rights not, to the photos. Yeah, What's right. up? That's, that's I feel like the, that's just that's that's the bag. A, <laughs> as a business person, right? Do look at over that like why would you give the rights to your goods? <laughs> True. I couldn't imagine like Say, say but, these, but these girls are Let doing it just right for, to your pussy. They doing what? it just for IG likes, and they doing it because you know they doing it just because they want to get all these photo shoots and stuff. That's nuts, bro. D- Doom was over there thinking bro, like, hmm, this I'm saying might be there's, right. There's there's a lot of crazy shit happens when a lot of money is involved, and I think too much money is involved in OnlyFans without any type of formal regulation, legal situations. You know what I mean? That's like, true. I think sooner or later, bro, something's going to happen to the OnlyFans community that's going to fuck up a bag for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, that's coming. Once we getting into, like, women getting pimped out for OnlyFans accounts, bro, they're going <laughs> to shut that shit down, bro. I'm sorry to say it. That shit, that's, that is insane, bro. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm really, I'd be shocked listening to these girls talk about OnlyFans, bro. I've seen this one model go on a rant today, actually. She was talking about how basically she makes so much money from OnlyFans that she was like, I don't give a fuck about what people feel about me or the fact that I would probably never be able to get a regular job again because I'm making so much money that I don't need none of that shit. And she, she better like, save nah, it. Exactly. But what really killed me was her mission was to like convert other women into saying fuck it and, and get on OnlyFans. She's like, who cares if you ass naked, busting it open on OnlyFans? You getting this bag. And it's just like, yo, some people want to have a little self-respect. Is that fucked up to say? No, like, that's not. Let me know if I'm wrong. Y'all let no. me know if I'm wrong. My girl would never do that. I know they're going to kill me for that. I know they're going to kill me for that. But let me know if I'm wilding. No, you're not wilding. Look. <laughs> look, 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 look. You're speaking look, facts, look. bro. It was look. just funny. He said, hey, look, I'm a, I, got, I got you back. I got you back. Look, because look. <laughs> Just because you do that don't mean you don't have self-respect, but you can't get mad at women for not wanting to show their goods. Like they want to well, keep that, that for their man. And that and I and that and I agree with you. Or keep it for their woman, whatever, whatever their sexual orientation may be, or they just don't want the whole world seeing it. 
I agree with that 250%, but not the fact that Beyonce got OnlyFans in the song. It's about to get crazy. Like, it's about to get wild. So it's just like, oof, I don't know where this going. And the fact that Sauce Walker went out and gave the game to people on IG, I was just like, you dumb nigga. You should bro, he about to start some shit. You know what yeah. I mean? He about to be doing some crazy stuff now, he bro. To, he about to get me too. He need to chill. Yeah, he need to, he need to call. <laughs> he need to <laughs> That was a bad move. <laughs> Yo, this, this OnlyFans shit is crazy. I'm telling you, bro, we got to get us an OnlyFans girl to come right here in the Zoom and we can ask her just questions about her job and everything like that. Because that that's shit, I feel, part. that's the way That would be bro. a crazy episode, bro. We need that episode for the culture. <laughs> we need, yeah, I got we a do. bunch of questions. I need a girl. <laughs> a I bunch. bet you do. <laughs> a bunch. I'm still to this day confused off of that shit, bro. And I feel like I'm the only dude alive still like, hey, what is going on? What is Bitches confusing you? Let's go. Bro, I'm just not understanding how we went from, I know you remember there was a time, bro, where if like a girl sent you a nude and you sent, sent it out to somebody else, bro, that was the end of their world. Facts. Facts. They was moving schools. They was crying, depressed. Now they hold shit getting cracked for five dollars a month <laughs> online, bro. Like, is that not wild? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> I'm saying that because you gotta think about it from a different perspective. I'm thinking about it as somebody with a sister, with a daughter. Like, bro, is this the kind of shit they gotta maneuver through to make yeah. it in life? You gotta do all that. <laughs> you, you, gotta put the, you gotta put the right values in it, bro. Look, some, bro, that's some people. Crazy. And I think this is male or female. Some people just don't want to work. Some people don't want to work for certain things. They don't, bro. And they want the easy way to get a bag and say, they see this internet shit and it's like, oh, I only got to show this. But I want to know that, see, it's not now that, I, that, I, that I'm ready to know. See, I want to do the interview now to get the perspective of it now. But see, I want to do the interview in 20 years and then see how OnlyFans has affected When they shut lives. it down. Because I feel like- get a regular job. I feel like it's a difference between- Porn stars having OnlyFans because that's they bet they use that's what they do. That's their industry. And I'm not compared to just Joe uh Sally Mae from down the street doing an OnlyFans for five, sixteen dollars, between five and sixteen dollars, showing herself in lingerie, and then slowly getting talked down to doing her titties to then showing full cat, and then now she dildoing herself, trying to make sure she get money or she gonna lose these likes. That's what I want to know in 20 years, how they feel about this and how their sons and daughters going to feel when they see their mom that's, that's on Reddit. What do you do when your 16-year-old son came and go to school without the next nigga? He got three hours worth of footage of his mom getting his shit split. <laughs> Not like, three hours! He said, come to the film room, fellas. Doom camera went down after he put that hot fire out. Doom, fix your camera. <laughs> Three he said, hours. Come to the film room, bro. We do. What what do what do you do then, bro? Because let's keep it a bean, bro. Let's have the the uncomfortable conversation. I I know we can all agree that would be traumatic if we that break my heart. That. That's that like this girl. Up. You gotta change schools. Oh. You gotta move your. You gotta change your name. Like change what? You can't do nothing. Bro, my name is Guadalupe. What you media, talking bro. about? That's oh, yeah, no, Brooklyn, mom. right? Brooklyn is right. Mom. This is what you got to do. Look, this is what you got to do. You go to y'all move. You change your last name and nobody come to your house. You I'm just go to other people's name, house. Bro. I'm changing the whole name, bro. Like, <laughs> first and last. I don't want nothing to do with her. Or if these if these women are smart, they don't put their real names as their OnlyFans. But some of them been doing that. 
Yeah, but it's too late, bro. Uh, there's too many of them. That's you got to make a fake that, name like Ashley. If you got three hours of footage, right? You probably got it starting from the screen recording of where you got her name from. Mm. With her bio, with her real name in it. Mm-hmm. That's true. No, you're right. Look. We just these this OnlyFans wave is just crazy right now. But all right, we got two more topics. Bruce Willis from Die Hard, famous actor. Yeah, left his wife to go quarantine with his ex and his kids. But keep in mind, with his current wife, he also has kids. So was Bruce in the right to leave his current wife and current kids to go quarantine with his ex? And his other kids. What is going all together in one house? There's only one. There's only one solution to that. There's only one solution to that. If you got kids with both ladies, you there's only one solution. Either you're quarantined with both, or you know what, Bruce, you get quarantined with none. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, by yourself. You, you, <laughs> you can't do, bro. That is like if I'm his current wife and children, I feel like my dad just abandoned me. Like what the fuck? Like you would go with your ex and other kids during court. Would you? You don't care about us. Like what are we doing? That 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 showed him where his real values lie. Who he really yeah. was fucking with. Nuts, he bro. think shit is, you know, life or death. He went go around with the people you really fuck with. Bro, that's not, bro. That's like, bro, y'all both got kids. That's like if y'all get, that's like if y'all get to another set of kids with a different baby mama, a different woman, and y'all go go with y'all OG ones. And the new one just looking at y'all like that's y'all nuts. Crazy, like, like that's crazy. <laughs> did did was, they say how the wife felt about that? No, we didn't get the wife's response. TMZ been looking for it, but they can't find it. I'm about to say, you know they they own that. They need that. Yeah, I would be crazy, I would be pissed the fuck off. You know, what? what? Look, you know what? I'm going to call my lawyer. I'm going to send you some papers. Send me my child support every week, and you can go stay with that bitch. <laughs> I'm going to take care of mine. I'm getting that child support. Send me my money. I'm getting it. Like, bro, you, like, like I don't forget which one of y'all said this, but this show where his loyalties lie. Like, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what Doom said. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's nuts. Oh, and the final topic, we can get a little toxic with this, because this has been making me upset. It's been making me upset. I didn't seen women get upset for people, and especially the black males. Black males get it hard. Women get upset that, oh, Brooklyn likes Latino women. Oh, Doom likes red-haired uh, Asian women. Oh, Lyndon likes a white girl. Or Brooklyn likes light skins. Doom likes dark skins. They say, or, or Doom likes big girls. So whatever the cat thing may be, why when, when men have preferences, women get upset, but... A woman can have a type. Oh, 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 oh. oh I see these bit very strict types. <laughs> like some very strict types. Bro. Like I only like a six foot white guy with blood with blue eyes. Like black women, I see you out there in these Twitter streets. Y'all like to call us out. White women, all women, all women, from big to small, tall, short. Y'all all get mad at us because y'all say we have preferences and y'all say we fetishize and different uh, thing. And and don't get it twisted. There are certain men that definitely fetishize race, fetishize height, that do that type of shit. But for the most part, y'all get mad at men for having preferences, but yet y'all could go and say, I want this specific laundry list of things about this nigga. And if it's not like that, he don't have a shot. So I want to know why is it fair that women can have a type, but we can't. That's fucked up. I thought about that the other day. Bro, it's, it's all nonsense, bro. There's a big difference between preferences and requirements. 
So <laughs> they got reporters. It's okay to just like what you like. Like you can't control that. Oh, I find that um, you know Latina women are attractive to me. Like you can't control that. But it says something about your values on life when you say I can't speak to a man that doesn't make at least 75k a year. <laughs> That is fucked up. Like, that's two totally different things. Like, I can't control what I think is attractive, but you can control the fact that you only want to use a man for money. And look, in the killer thing, let me th- let me add something to that before Brooklyn go. And this is why, why it's worse with Doom saying, because you could have someone that you love just might be, you know, not where he at in life. He might, my guy might be working towards his goal and you love him. But you see that nigga that treats you bad that make that 75K a year, you like, oh, I'm going tr- to put up with it because he got that bread. Why can y'all have types, but we can't? Brooklyn, what you think? You, you've, been, you've been thinking over there. Because that's what they're doing, you know dude. That's exactly what it is. This whole time I've been thinking about, how much beef do I want to put myself in, right? <laughs> because I want to preface this by saying, I ain't got no type, you feel me? Yeah, I like facts. Them, I like them skinny, I like them thick, I like them dark, I like them light, Latino. You know what it is, baby, ya tu sabe. I like them white, I like them black, baby. Look, Konnichiwa! It don't even matter to me, you feel me? It don't matter to me, right? Bonjour. But like you said, though, my boy Doom hit it right on the head. We got preferences. You bitches got requirements. Lists. As a, as a short man, as a man. Oh, yeah, you got it hard. Listen. Because I, I know women that's like, if you're under 5'11", it's over with for you. As a dark-skinned man, okay? You know how many of these motherfuckers <laughs> with their white-ass preferences came lay in my dark-skinned bed? Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. There is a certain thing that I know that these girls be lying about. Like, you ain't got to lie for Instagram. You ain't got to lie. Twitter, you ain't got a lot of Facebook. Stop lying to these people, telling them that you want a six-foot man, and he got to have this and that. And Light skin. That's <laughs> why you single. Okay? Lower fact. your expectations. That's because he probably got a girl in two side pieces that think they the girls. Alright? <laughs> so first of all, that's what I'm going to start with. But there is nothing wrong with me having a preference, alright? And for me, you know, this, there is one thing that I will not, there's just one thing that I am not going to do. If you open your mouth and you're missing teeth, baby, yeah. or you got jagged teeth, <laughs> oh God, I'm leaving, man. I'm leaving. If you open your mouth and you're mouth bad, I'm out. It's I'm all out, with outro. Yeah, that, that's my only thing. Facts, like, as long as you're attractive, I don't care what color you are, I don't care what size, like, you know, that's... Yeah, and... and- to add to that, my thing is, if you got all these requirements, then mm-hmm. you must be bringing something to the table to, <laughs> to What you, you got know. to offer? Oh yeah, yeah especially- you, you gotta look. be bringing some crazy value to the table to be demanding all this shit. They don't have what no are value. What you gonna do to make my life easier? <laughs> look, look, look. I gotta do all this? Straight up, full list. Can't cook, can't clean, don't know how to uh, fold clothes, don't know how to wash clothes. All they think is they pussy fire and then they got weak ass pussies. And all she can do is make Alfredo. She can only make Alfredo a suck dick. Shout out to my niggas in the quarantine that ate every day chicken Alfredo, shrimp Alfredo, and then the bitch had the nerve to put ground beef in Alfredo. Shout out to you niggas out there because y'all living rough. That's what I'm saying. Alfredo, bro. corn out the can, <laughs> and some fucking 
Texas toast are the are the frozen yeah, good yeah. section. God forbid she hit you with the I made some different tonight. You come inside and it's spaghetti. <laughs> yep. I just mowed the lawn and you make spaghetti. Nah. She got a shit ton of prego. Which which prego sauce you want? She don't even make it spread. She got hella parmesan cheese, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and she still got Texas toast. It don't matter what we making because I'm still putting Texas toast on the side. <laughs> Bitch got the nerve to give me chicken nuggets, but but I gotta fit sixteen different requirements. Tyson right. chicken Man. nuggets. Oh shit. <laughs> We had to get a little toxic on it this one. I had to, hey, had to ask, why can they have a type? I love this. Is it, is love it really this. toxic though? Or are we no. just calling it how we see it? We call it how we <laughs> see I don't, it. I don't, I don't think that's toxic, bro. I don't I think, think it is. Like, I, just think, I just think that society has let women like think that that's normal. <laughs> and that's not a normal way of thinking, bro. That's not a normal way. They be uplifting each other. They see they toxic. They uplift see, that toxic. That toxic. But see, they fake. They fake. They they act like but they want to uplift they each other. But the that. moment, the moment they see a girl with something they want or something that they, oh, this bitch here, look at her. They know why. But bitch, you want the white boy? Like 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 all oh, this yeah. is crazy. Like. Right. You know what? You gonna Dr. Umar, Linda, you gonna be, listen, bro, listen, listen, bro. That whole time she's talking to her homegirls, right? They in a group chat separate from her saying, you know, oh, look at her with that white boy, this and that. That same time she under his comments and they comments saying, yes. y'all so cute. Oh my yep. God, couple Think of years, hashtag gold. Whole time she steady getting at him. She's side hustling. She's exactly. side macking, bro. Trying to get in their pants. Women don't have real friends, man. I just gotta come out and say, you women, I want to know why y'all don't have real friends as well. Like, y'all just have Lynn. associates. Y'all got Lynn. associates. Like, Lynn, why are you trying to get me in trouble, dog? I- I'm getting myself <laughs> in trouble because I know my girl will talk to me about this. I know she's here. I'm finna fire on the ass, bro. Listen. You know, I have friends. They don't know how to meet Can friends. you how many times I go up to Monroe, right, to see my, my uh, baby mama and my daughter, and she introduced me to some girl, and she says, this is literally what she says, yeah, we wasn't friends in high school because my boyfriend at the time cheated on me with her. But she's kind of cool now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wild. What? Wild. Nuts. What? <laughs> I know, oh, girl. On, on the day, homies, you would have fired her ass. So she pull up, dog. What you mean? <laughs> I know this girl. Crazy, I know this girl. She got in a fight <laughs> with her friend. Big fight over a nigga. Uh, she was dating a dude. Dude got her friend pregnant. They ain't talked for like five years. Nah. Other day, saw him on Instagram kicking my bestie with the kid. And I'm like, after you didn't talk shit about that baby, I didn't heard you call that little nigga ugly. <laughs> That's oh, wild. Bro. God, bro. That I'm telling you, there's too many Your of these friends. cases. There's too many cases like that, bro. Like, they telling me, uh, oh, matter of fact, there was another girl, right, that, uh, you know, cheated or whatever, right? And then she got a baby by somebody else, but she's slick-macking on all late boyfriends, right? They break up, she all in their Snapchats, right? They like, wait a minute, bitch. How we got a mutual best friend? Who that best friend? Find out it's the old ex. I'm like, why you ain't trust her six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago when y'all graduated from high school? What makes you think you could trust the grown snake now? You couldn't trust the young snake. Women I'm just- confused. <laughs> Y'all be wildin', bro. Doom, you got anything on this one? <laughs> no, because that was the last I'm, I'm topic staying, I had. I'm, I'm staying out of that one, bro. <laughs> like I said, people, people listening to this. <laughs> look, t- look, look. Right. 
<laughs> you put my shit in ink, baby. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That's it. I'm just calling it like I see it, man. I don't give a fuck. Y'all don't hate you. Yeah, no, women, women just be fake. And like the fake feminism is what kills me. But we'll talk about that another time. Like where they, where they, yeah. where they'll be like, oh, yeah, women this, get the right. And look, when I say this, I'm not being toxic. This is just the truth. I'm calling it like I see it. Down with the patriarchy. We want this, this, this. And then when when uh, your man get us check, y'all right there. Oh, give me this money. Open up this door. Do do do, yep. do the man. But wait, yep. I thought you wanted to have this and this. I thought you wanted these equal. But that doesn't mean chivalry is dead. Well, hold on, hold hold the phone. I thought you was an independent woman. That's right. when you got hit him with the, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want from life? Because I can't give it to you. I know three real <laughs> feminists. One is lesbian, and the other two are single as fuck. And yeah, they're probably uh, going to be single as fuck for the rest of their lives. I know a lesbian feminist, and I know, and like you said, I know two others, but the one of them got a man, and that man, I'm not going to talk about that, because I don't know if he listen to the pod, but what, he, what, he is not in a round of applause, right? <laughs> <laughs> what get me about that whole concept is that women will see other women saying complete bullshit that they know deep down is bullshit. Just feel it. But support me. it for the sake of feminism. You and don't I mean? believe it. Like that's the thing. They'll say, "Yeah, sister," but then at their house, tell them they tell their man they don't they don't agree. Like, what are we right. doing? Exactly. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Yeah, power to the people. <laughs> yes, sister. Wow, in these streets, man. <laughs> but that's that's all I got this week, man. I thought that Bruce Willis story was hilarious. That nigga's He's wild for that. Nigga got two families. Undisputed. He's said, I'm going to the first one. You second niggas is trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh but man. With that being said, it's almost that time to get into the interview this week with our special guest Slick. Shout out to Slick. Doom, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Hello, Doom SJE, Instagram and Twitter, man. 100% Brooklyn. Tell the people they can find you at on social media. You can find me at all social medias at Where Brooklyn at. And that's Brooklyn with a Q, baby, not a K. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. Yes, ladies and gents. But it's that time for our interview of the week. This week's special guest is hip-hop artist Slick. Without further ado, let's get into the interview now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this week for our special guest interview, we are joined by hip hop artist Slick. Or do you, do you prefer Slick or Rudy, or do you just prefer Slick? I prefer Slick. Uh, or you, you can call me either one, but like Slick or Rudy is like the, the elongated version. It's kind of like an alias or a nickname, if you will. I got you. So, yeah, we're joined by hip hop artist Slick. Slick, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, bro. How you doing? Can't complain, man. You know, I mean, as, as good as one can do in this quarantine stuff. Uh, <laughs> but I am waiting on that stimulus check, though. <laughs> Trump better send on, me my bro, coins, bro. <laughs> on commie, bro. <laughs> that's all. I've, that's the one thing, bro. I need that blessing. Mm-hmm. Trump better send them coins, and I like how you said on commie. That's that's. Yeah. So, huh? For those who are listening right now, who may be fans of the BWT Pod. We are gonna be heavy anime talking in this this episode. This is this is this is gonna be some heavy anime conversation. But I want to start it off by letting everybody know you're a hip hop artist, but you're not just a hip hop artist. You're an anime rapper. How do you feel about that term, anime rap? And and what would you say to a fan of music that might not necessarily be an anime fan? Should they check out your stuff as well? 
I'm actually uh, glad you uh, you brought that up immediately because um, people get the like the idea that uh, I like or we because like it's it's like a whole tribe of us uh, that we uh, shun that label or whatever. No, we we fully accept it. We we don't go out of our way to like self identify ourselves as like anime rappers or anything. But if the label is thrown on us. I mean, uh, we 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 do make a lot of music involving anime, so we can't just deny it. I, I fully embrace it. I love it. So no, one hundred percent. It is what it is, man. No, I and I and that's something that I like. Uh, and it's something that I like about your music. But I think even for the non-anime fans, there's there's some songs that I'm gonna discuss that I feel you don't have to know shit about anime, but that song still vibes and it's still good music. So you should still give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And that and that's kind of the thing I want to get across to the people that we'll be talking anime later in the pod about like me and Slick's Slick's thoughts on anime, and I'm gonna break it down with him. But for the people who are interested in discovering a new artist, you should stick around for. Until we get to that point, if you don't like anime, because I, I he really does make extremely, extremely well quality music. So, Slick, I want to start off by how did you get into rap music? Well, um, I was always I was always like uh, kind of attracted to it. Be, uh, I started uh, rapping though at about ten years old because you know it was just it was just a thing to do where I was from because uh, I was originally from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and at the time I grew like before I even got into like music as a whole battle rap was the thing so like you know i i was like aware of uh rappers like uh meek mills when he was like battle rapping uh reed dollars uh beanie siegel cassidy um joey jihad is like nh a whole bunch of like battle rappers at the time so that's how I, like i you know like when you when you were in philly at the time you had to like you had to have that in your in your arsenal that or like playing basketball or just something <laughs> so okay i got a question then so we're gonna, we gonna diverge a little bit but if somebody was like yo slick i want to get you in a battle could you still do it oh yeah i, I could i could definitely do it i prefer not to because that's just not like within like my interest but like if if, you, if you're talking like like on the track though like if we were to send like like disses at each other i, I would i would I'd do it, but they would have to diss me first. I don't like to initiate that type of thing. <laughs> no, 100%, 100%. I was just seeing the Philly in you. I just wanted to get to it. No, nah, but I, I got that in me, man. <laughs> don't try me. <laughs> don't send the smoke his way. I feel that. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so who are some of your influences when it comes to making music? Uh, first and foremost, Michael Jackson. That's my dude. I like to incorporate like a lot of funky stuff in my uh, in my sounds. Like songs like uh, for example, Groovy or uh, or uh, She's Crazy or like core Michael Jackson influence songs. Uh, rapper wise, uh, I would like to say mainly uh, Kendrick Lamar and Hobson. Okay. Uh, you know, the, and then there's like a lot of versatile like the, uh, the, the I do like a lot of versatile things. So like I can go from like lo-fi to like um, a bouncy little like trap thing. I can like do like the whole like uh, the new Uzi, you know, Cardi kind of thing or like some 90s lyrical uh, Nujibis type stuff too. You know, that's, it's just whatever, whatever you want, man. And that's something that I definitely picked up and someone can pick up from your music. You're very versatile. How important is, because you say the influences are Kendrick and Hobson, you see that. So how important are lyrics to you in bars? Because in some of the songs where you get in your trap bag, you still have bars, but when it's time to get down to it, like for example, the song with, uh, let me see, cause I, I got I got the list, the song with uh, Austin Steven and God's Lucifer, that's straight, boom bap, just straight bars on bars. Like yeah. how, how important are <laughs> lyrics to you? 
Lyrics are always important. When you're ra- when you're a rapper, you have to start off as like in like the boom bap phase because that's literally like like ground zero, bro. That's like it, it. It's like you can't do the other thing unless you start with that phase because it's like the mastery of of of, of rap. Period. So any 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 form of rap you do, whether it's the Cardi thing or anything, I bet you ten out of ten times those successful artists like that started at least at ground zero like with songs like that like boom bapish or like some type of lyrical content uh as far as lucifer <laughs> that like lyrics well, i always i always see lyrics as like an important thing because it's just it, it's it's fun bro like if you're not saying anything on a beat bro i'm not interested like yeah no 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. so no uh, okay that and I'm I'm glad you say that though because it is just something that's shown and it's throughout that whole song you have bars and there's other songs that I want to get to but when did you start releasing music under slick at the uh, under the moniker slick um releasing music I would say uh cuz I I used to be I, I was formerly known as like L Town Slick at first but I I, I kind of like just dropped it and I just left it at slick cuz uh you know my hometown was a rep of me so <laughs> I'm a rep me <laughs> So, cause uh, L Town, that was my hometown and everything. So, uh, so originally I started actually recording and releasing music in 2016, I, I want to say, or 2015. No, nah, yeah, about 2016. I was about 19 years old. I'm 23 right now, and uh, I was releasing music in 2016, and I re- I I transformed into Slick. I would say about. 2018 2018 is when i like is when i just dropped the whole l town thing just went with slick and went like fucking super saiyan god mode 100 <laughs> percent. okay so when do you get into starting partnering with the otaku underworld uh the otaku underworld crowd in um, y'all's gang that literally happened probably around this time last year actually no 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 it was probably i think it was in about uh june june or july last year uh how that came about was uh originally i was making i was making like my own like music and everything i was still doing like kind of like the animes kind of thing but I, I would do it in increments like i would do it like i'll sprinkle a little bit here and there and uh my you know my music wasn't getting played at first i was probably averaging about like 15 16 plays per song and and you know, i was i was just trying to figure out what ways that i can like incorporate incorporate myself into like at least a subgenre to the, so that way i can at least acquire like a fan base or something so I uh I made a Twitter because that was the next step. I always hated Twitter, but I was like, man, I I, I as an artist, you have to have these platforms. So, you know, I I I sucked it up. I made a Twitter, and then uh, I was looking. I typed in the words anime and rapper on Twitter just just to see who I could find, because you know Twitter do, Twitter like uh breaks it down to like the words that you type in, and yeah. then they, you know they find something based off of what words. So I typed in anime and rapper to see if like I can find any type of content based on that. And uh, the first person I found was Otaku God. And I thought that dude, uh, yo, I thought that dude was like some big, like super, like big dude. You know, like I thought he was like up there, up there. Uh, so like I, I followed him and he followed me back. And, uh, you know, I was just giving him props and everything. And then uh, I don't think he was aware that I made music at the time. And then um, I think the the second person I met was surveyed because he had found my youtube and he would always like you know just hit me up and say yo bro i like this stuff this and that and then um i found out he rapped too so those were two people that i that i met off rip and then later down the line 
I heard the cipher, it's called the anime cipher produced by Lover's Leap um, that they started. And that was on, that was, that was on, that was, I saw that like just floating around uh, SoundCloud because I typed, you know, I was looking for anime rap and stuff on SoundCloud too. So I saw that and I'm, I'm hearing all these artists like Free Soul, Delta, Haztic, uh, Chaos Network, Krissa, SJE, and like just artists like that. And they were on that uh, cypher. So I'm like, oh, snap. So I followed all those dudes too. And then I, then I saw that they all had this hashtag in their bios saying Otaku Underwear. I'm like, what's that? So, you know, I asked, I asked Avey because he was a part of it too. He told me, and then he was saying, y'all can get you in there if you want to. And I was like, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, might, I might rock solo right now. But he, he went undercover and asked them anyway. And then they were like, nah, man, add him in here. So I got added into the group chat. And I was like, oh, this is this is cool. So, you know, we just went from there. 100%. And I think forming that alliance gave, brought forth some amazing tunes. Like, for example, the stuff you do with Delta D's is fucking, is fucking phenomenal. I Like, the, <laughs> the Albedo, that's my... Or however you pronounce that, the one with the yeah. flower... Mo- that, that's my shit, bro. Like, that shit Dude. is... That shit is... That's probably gonna be the end track on this pod. Because, like, niggas, I know people would expect me to pick Bankai. And we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. But that Albedo is my shit, bro. Like, that, y'all, y'all in y'all back. And even Notice Me Senpai 2, without you, I think every time you get with Delta D's, even on the... Uh, on the on the project you dropped, uh, the uh, Mock and Key with with him, I think all four of those songs are super super hard. Man, Delta is a, a god, bro. Like when it comes to just songwriting, man, that dude he gets in the zone. And, and the and the most amazing part about Delta is he does the stuff on the level that he does it in with le- within less than like maybe an hour. That like I'll send him a song or a concept or something, and he will literally send you back whatever you need in less than an hour. This dude's work ethic is amazing. I'm glad I, I go, I'm glad I'm able to work with like people of that caliber, bro. No, and it, and it really pays off in, in both parties bring something to the song that makes it super, super phenomenal. Let's get into, into Bangkok. Cause I think mm-hmm. that's, well, no, I'm, I'm gonna ask you before that. Cause there was a song that I found you at, which was Demon Slayer. Talk to me a little bit about that song. You used, I believe the Demon Slayer intro sample. And mm-hmm. that song is just Hard as hell. We put it at one of the end of the pods, uh, probably like sometime last year. Talk to me about the creation of that song and what that song did for you as an artist. Okay, so Demon Slayer was kind of like I want to I want to call it like an outbreak for me and like in in within this community because um, it was one day. It was the day I don't know if you remember the day, but it was the day that Demon Slayer was trending on at number one on Twitter. Okay, uh, yeah, episode nineteen. Yes, 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 exactly. That episode when that episode aired. Twitter was on fire, but I didn't know because I was literally recording that song at the time because I had made the beat. I made the beat probably a month before, but I make a lot of beats and then I just put them off on the side and don't record over them because like, I'm like, yeah, I guess I just made a cool beat, well, but whatever, I'll, I'll probably come back to it later. And that was the specific day that I decided, all right, I'm, I'm going to just, just, just make something on here real quick. So like, I didn't even write the lyrics. I literally just, I set the mic up and I was just recording, bro. And then like, once I once I finished, I uploaded the song. I di- I had no idea it was trending at all. And then I uploaded the song, and I was just like, uh, I I saw that it was trending because like they were talking about it in the in the uh, underworld group chat. And I was like, wait, it's trending? And they're like, yeah, bro, you just dropped the Demon Slayer song. I thought you did it because of that. I'm like, nah, man, I just that was <laughs> random. So then 
I'm seeing that it's trending. Everybody's posting about it. I'm like, oh my God, I got to take this opportunity. So I was literally like, I typed in Demon Slayer. Or I, like I, I clicked the, the trending tab on uh, on Twitter and I was like going under everybody's post who was talking about like the episode. And I was literally posting, pu- putting that song in there and, and like, on, and everybody was commenting like, oh, this is fire. So I'm like, oh, okay, I got to make a, I got to make a video to this. So like, I just took like the Demon Slayer opening uh i slapped i slapped my version over top of it and to make you know to like clickbait people and make them yeah. like want to like look at the video so they would see that and uh, and i would title the video something like check out the demon slayer opening or, or just something about demon slayer just to make people like to grab people's attention and they would go into it and they're like oh my god this is fire this this and that and then that that song had about like 500 views in like a day and i was like that's the most i ever got in my life i was i was ecstatic bro and it's crazy how organic that happened. That just shows like the plant, the stars and the planets were aligning for that moment for, for you to, to grasp that. And it's crazy how that works. Mm-hmm. You said you made that beat. How important is producing to you? Because when you wear the rapper hat, I'm sure it's a different feeling than when you wear the producer hat and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, producing. Like uh, at first I didn't really think too much of it. It was just something that I wanted to do. Cause like, uh, back in 2016, I was when I first started actually recording music. I didn't have anyone to make beats for me, and the people who were making beats for me at the time, they were kind of like slacking. And I'm like, uh, man, I gotta, I gotta find some way to make beats because I, I can't pay for any. I don't have any money. So, uh, and this is where like the whole influence from like Hobson comes in because this dude literally does everything himself. And I'm like, I want to be like that. I want, I don't, I want to have to do. I want to have to be in positions where if somebody leaves my camp and says I don't want to work with you anymore. I'm not stuck saying, okay, I don't know how to do this. I need to know how to do everything, whether it's mixing, mastering, making beats, anything, anything artistically, I need to know how to do. So I taught, I went on YouTube and I was like, and I was just, uh, I want everybody to like, it, all the producers out there, if you don't know what to do, go on YouTube and, and search up uh, Busy Works Beats because that was like my guide. I, 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 I found him on uh, on YouTube and I literally like copied everything that he did on, on a, uh, like he would, he would have a videos of how he would make beats and uh I would like just copy everything he did until I made the same exact beat he did and then I would like that was just so I could learn like how to use the buttons and everything and then once I learned all that and that's how I, that's when I just said all right I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm gonna make my own touches this and that and then that's how I started making beats now after I joined Underworld and decided I'm gonna take the whole uh take the whole anime thing full throttle I started sampling openings and everything and I'm like okay. Uh, these are like I, I I didn't really hear too many people sampling opening openings at, at least the way that uh, I did it. So, so that's what you know. Uh, that's what got you into it. Yeah, yeah, basically, and and now it's now it's very important for me because I've developed my entire like now I have like my own kind of like sampling sound now. So it's like and people people that's what people love mostly about my music is the beats. So I'm like, okay, I I have to continue this for as far as I can take it. Do you prefer producing? Or rapping, I actually prefer, prefer rapping. I always prefer rapping over producing. It's 100%. it's just it's just in my it's just in me, man. And that's just yeah, no. When you when you know what you gotta do, you know what you gotta do. You're calling. So I'd say the next song that I think really really hit after uh, Demon's Lair, of course, is Bankai. But it's interesting how that song happened because it was released earlier than I think it hit because. When you dropped it, I remember a lot of Bleach fans were like, oh, this is dope. But I think it really hit its boom when when the announcement for Bleach coming back 
in becoming a uh giving us that mm-hmm. thousand blood uh thousand year blood uh war arc and then on top of that when heavenly controller uh posted about it i think that's when it really the combination of bleach coming back in that organic promo really took that song off and that song's Bro. super hard working with uh shout out to harem king has that's that's, that's the yeah <laughs> shout out to hasik shout out free so they definitely they definitely made that their day they definitely contributed like greatly to to what that song has become so far and what it will become um great very grateful for them guys uh so when I made the song, it was just it was literally just a song to go on uh on my album Shonen MC. But at the time though, when I was making the beat, like I'm, I'm gonna tell you like from the very beginning, I was making uh my my guy Q Smooth Q. Shout out my man. He uh I was, we were just sitting in his room one day and uh he was like, cause that's actually uh my that's actually my least day. Well, it was until now, but it was my least favorite Bleach opening, and he uh. He was, and we were just sitting in his room, just vibing out. And he was like, "Yeah, man, uh, you should." He was trolling me. He was like, "Yeah, man, you should, you should flip that bleach open." And I was like, "I was like, man, fuck no, I, I ain't touching that shit." And he was, he was like, "Why, brother?" I'm like, "I don't like it, dude." And then, and then he was like, "All right, well, if you don't do it, I'm gonna do it in your style." So then, like he, he like kind of made like a little loop for me, and he was like, and I was like, "Wait, that actually sounds like like a like a slick type beat, like because he had he had he had took like he chopped it up a bit." And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. It actually sounds like pretty dope. And he was like, hey, man, take it from here. So I hopped on the computer and I was like, all right, boom, 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 boom. I put the, I put the rest of the beat together and I'm like, oh, this shit sounds hard. So I sent it out to Hastic. I was like, bro, throw a hook, throw a hook on this. I gave him the timestamps. He sent the hook back and I was like, this is fire. So I'm like, this, this has some pretty heavy guitars. I know Free Soul's voice would sound perfect on this. I sent that to Free Soul. He sent it back in like maybe two days. Then I was like, oh, my God, I got to come crazy on here. So then like, I, I I threw my verse on there. I uploaded the song with the album when it came out, which was in about February. And then the song the song did its it, it did its usual numbers, maybe like because I average about probably like a thousand plays a song now. Uh, Now, when the when the announcement came out. Wait, wait, which came first? Does Heavenly Controller shout out or the announcement? No, no, it was, it was, an, it, was an, it was the announcement for sure first because then I think he was talking about it and then like y- y'all just, mm-hmm. y'all marketed that the right way and got it to him and then it just took off. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. Uh, So he he had made a tweet. Now I remember he, I was sitting in my mom's house. I was just sitting on the, um, on the couch and I'm just like, uh, I'm just scrolling through Twitter and I see, I see that he had a, uh, he had made a tweet saying something about bleach, something about the return of bleach. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna throw my, my AMV for Bankai in there. Uh, so I went to, I went to my pen tweet. I copied the link to that tweet and then I just threw it under there. I wasn't even like thinking of anything of it. I'm just like, let me just see if he, if, if he sees this. And this was literally cause I had his notifications turned on just like I have everybody. I have like RDC world's notifications turned on anybody like big who I feel like, who I feel like, like would just, would just fuck with our shit. So Excuse me for cursing. I don't know. No, oh, bro, you can, bro, bro. Nah, fam, it's not, it's not like that. We can, <laughs> we can get down on this show. Like, all right, for good, sure. Fuck, 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 fuck. No, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, that's what happened. So that, that's what happened. I, uh, I have all the, I have all the notifications turned on. So that's what I did. I, I, I just dropped the link in there. Didn't think anything of it. And just kept it moving. And then I saw like a couple minutes later that he retweeted that. Now, and then and then I was like, oh snap! He actually did see that, and I was getting a whole bunch of likes. Then I saw that he quote retweeted on top of that saying, uh, 
he said something like, send me more of these uh, AMVs or something like that. And I was like, oh, snap, he actually likes it. So uh, so I, I was just happy. I was I was actually getting a, a whole bunch of likes on that post. And then I and like people were DMing me telling me it was fire and I was gaining uh, some followers. And then later that day, a fan actually uh, DM me on uh, Instagram and was saying to me, uh, he was saying, bro, uh, he said, bro, I'm heavily controller. Heavily controller is on a uh, live on a uh, on YouTube. I'm about to join it, and then I was like, I was like, oh snap, he is. All right, I'm about to join it too. So I joined, and then I joined the live, and then uh, my but my phone was fucking up, so I just I just closed up. I closed out the app, and I was just about to say, all right, fucking, I'm about to do something else. And then he DM me again. He was saying, bro, he's talking about you. And I was like, what? So I hop on the computer, and I'm seeing that he that he's like that he was like talking about me. And the dude was like, yeah, bro, I uh. I told him because he was talking about something else. And he was saying, uh, "Yeah, bro, I told him to like play play slick," and he remembered you. So then I I hopped on and I saw him talking about me. And then he showed my song to his fans, and they were all like, they were all liking it. I was getting then that translated to uh, a bunch of more followers and 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 people just hitting me up and everything like that. And I'm like, oh, that's that's fucking cool, bro. Then he uh, he asked me to make an intro for him, and I'm like, oh man, so. Bon- that's when Bankai really like gained um gained uh some some acceleration. It's crazy how for both instances it just happened <clears throat> organic through anime announcements and songs you already had in the clips. I think that's really cool how these planets align for these releases and just how they yeah, they man. really they worked out. I gotta ask you though, cause this song can't see. I'm those songs are hard. Don't get it twisted, but I'm interested in some of the some of the B the B side slick songs. Like for example. Why that bitch was lying to you and I'm not interested in you? Why she was lying for a year, bro? <laughs> that funny thing, bro. <laughs> I, see, I'm, that's my job, baby. I got, I got to ask these. That's my favorites. I like the deep because I got to know why she was lying bro. to you for a year. <laughs> I'll fuck with that question, bro. <laughs> so, so uh, that, uh, <laughs> that song is actually not about me. That's actually about a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, and and what he was going through. And I was just watching it. I was just like watching it happen to him. I'm like, damn, damn this bitch lying. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I, all right, so I want to do something, but I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't want to execute it in a way that like people think that like, I'm like that people know that it's not me. It's not it. That is from like my, uh, for like a, like a first person's uh, perspective. I want to teach it. I want to, I want to tell the story through as if it was through my eyes. So I was portraying to be him in the song. Uh, also to avoid, like, <laughs> to avoid direct con- confrontation in case they heard the song and they wanted to, like, confront me about it. I wouldn't feel like dealing with that shit. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm going to attack this from, like, from a, from, from a first-person perspective. Okay. So that's, so that's what that was. <laughs> Real. See, yeah, I had to ask about that one because it was like, is that song, I'm Not Interested in You, is hard <laughs> as hell. Did you want me to elaborate on the situation though? Oh know. no, I'm not going. I'm not going to make you nah, bro. That's not. If you want to, you can go ahead. And, I, I'm always down to listen to some tea <laughs> and some spice, but I'm not going. I don't ever put my 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 guests in that compromising position. But if you want to tell it, hey, I ain't, I ain't tripping. Nah, I I I ain't about to get it. I ain't about to get into that. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. I think I was just curious, man. <laughs> no, that like like I said, that song is extremely extremely hard i really I really really enjoy that song i think another song that i really i really like come going up the list is uh e 
Itadakimasu. I think I really, really like that song. That's that song had yeah, some bangers on there, like straight bars. Um, with that song, uh, Itadakimasu is actually uh, it means like I humbly receive in uh in Japanese. This is what they say before they like eat. So that's me. I titled that that because like. Yeah, I'm about to eat this fucking beat. <laughs> so it was like, and then uh, my man, it's actually produced by my guy Smooth Q, uh, amazing producer by the way. He, he that man's that man's incredible. Uh, he 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 threw me the beat because we we actually have a lo-fi EP together. Uh, on it's actually on my SoundCloud. It's on the same project as uh, I'm not interested in you, um, uh, Mugen, and like the and those other lo-fi songs. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah he, not, and, he he also produced that song too. Not interested in you. That's also produced by him. Oh yeah, and Zinniyada. That's that's another one that I forgot to say. Ooh. That one that one's my shit as well. Yeah, you you talking about the whole EP? No, nah, that that EP is and even Mugen shit. That that EP is is hella nice. And see, I didn't even know that was EP because I was just going down the SoundCloud, just listening to everything that yeah, keeping game to get ready for this. So I didn't even know that was an EP, but I'm glad that you told me because that is. That's a fire collective of songs with you and Smooth Clue. I mean, Smooth yeah, Q. It came through very, um, it seems very effortlessly. Mm-hmm. He, he's actually like, he's like, he has a great ear for finding like samples. And, and, and uh, a, a trick that I learned is um, it, like when I'm making, when I'm like formulating these songs and everything, or I'm listening to the beat, I envision like, I envision images in my head to like, it, it's, it's like whatever whatever pops up first in my head is always an image. So like when he made Itadakimas, uh, the like the the beat for that, the, the image that popped in my head was like like a, a bright ass sunny day in like Japan or something. And I'm like that 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 sounds perfect. So I'm gonna go with that vibe. So um, I just I mean, I'm very quick with coming up with like boom bapish lyrical uh, type uh, uh, songs. So I'd say that's I, your, I, that's your bad like. You can get into other bags, but I'd say that particular that bag in itself mm-hmm. is like, all right, this is like, in terms of a two K creative player, your sliders are all the way up on that on on the on the uh, on the uh, lyrical bag for sure, the boom bap bag. On oh God, yo, those when it comes to just boom bap, bro, I could just because like like I said, bro, if you start off with boom bap, bro, it becomes second nature to you, and then everything else just becomes effortlessly easy. So I don't even have to like really try too hard with those. I could just like come up with something instantly. It'll flow nicely and all that. So I really just wanted to make a chill, like a chill EP with this guy and, and really like paint an image in people's heads and incorporate like like my like my Japanese culture like uh, influence. One hundred percent. And this is something before we get to some of the other songs that you got out, <laughs> and then I'm gonna ask you about the album, of course. But I want to ask you this: two questions before we get to those things. First one. Mm-hmm. Is the idea? Do you are you conscious or aware of how long each song you record is? Because I know down further before I'd say demon, uh, before the demons lair, and kind of before you really hit the anime rap super hard, you were going into clips of it could be more than two, more than two minutes, more than three minutes. But as you get into the new bag, and as you and as you're finding your footing and getting your sound the songs begin to only be in the two minute to one minute bag and maybe like two, two and some change, like two thirty, but no, never to, to the three point. Is that a conscious decision or is that just you making the song as long as it needs to be? Um, it's a little bit of both actually. Um, 
I'm glad you actually noticed that. Uh, I respect that. He, uh, like, beforehand, I was just, when I was making songs, I had a set, I had it, like, I had it engraved in my head, like, just from my influences and in, in, in earlier stage and music that influenced me that, uh, that I had to make, like, you know, two or three, three verse songs. Like, songs had to be, like, freaking, like, like two hooks and three verses. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, I always had, like, a set thing in my head. But it, as as I gained more experience and, and learned things, I, I, I came to the conclusion that, like, bro, just, just hop in and just do you. Like, it doesn't, you don't need to be, you don't need to be following standards and guidelines, bro. Just, it has to be natural. And, uh, but, like, and, and the other part that's conscious about it is the fact that, now, I, I under, understand the, the attention span with music is, like, going down the drain. Uh, for the most part, at least, because I know there's also people out there who who, who want those full length songs and stuff like that. So I try not to make every single song like very very short. But for the most part, I don't I don't want to drag it out. One hundred percent, and that's something that look. That's just how the times are, and we mm-hmm. we like like you said, the influences that you have are similar to some of the people that I enjoy making music from. So it's, it, it come from that era of the last era of where you have the Drake's, the Kendrick's, the Cole's making these verse, uh, hook, uh, intro verse, hook, uh, verse, outro hook, maybe a bridge, maybe another verse if we want, but that, that, that formula. And as we've gotten into this new generation, the formula has, has gone out by the wayside and you can have songs on the radio that's hook, Verse, hook, bridge, hook, over with. And that, and, that, and you only got one verse on there and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's just something I like to ask artists as I've, as I've noticed the, the amount of time they have for each song and the amount, and the amount of songs they have that are under a certain mm-hmm. amount. I, I like to see if that's a conscious thought or not. And it's in, I think it's interesting no matter what answer you give, but it just shows the fact that it's conscious in you, you're, understand, you're aware of the landscape. And another thing that I wanted to ask is, how is it being in these internet collectors? Because this is not, Otaku Underworld is not the first rap group that I know that are all from different places and they've collabed on the internet. How has that been just meeting musicians through the internet and has the, the idea of not seeing them in public affected the relationship or is it still easy to get these songs back and forth? And is it still feels natural, I guess, so to say? Um, that's actually a, a very good question. Um, you would think, like from like from the outside, the average person would think, like you know, uh, there's probably like uh, mad difficulties, you know, since we're not seeing each other, or it may or it may be demoralizing because it's been a, and it's been an entire year since, and we still haven't actually like crossed paths. But like like I said, man, you gotta like I always say, you have to have complete and utter faith, no matter how long it takes, and Thanks. we all. Mm-hmm. And we all understand that, so we never we never get discouraged by, by like by the like the fact that we haven't all joined up. Because like like I keep saying, bro, once we all join up in like in person, that will be the apocalypse for 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 just music, bro. It, we will be just smashing shit. So I never I never really get like I really get like sad about the about that. Plus the fact that uh everybody is working like nonstop, bro. Like if I send. Like 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 I, like I told you earlier, if I send Delta something, he sends it back in like two seconds. If I send if I send Chris or something, I know he'll have it back, even though Chris is probably like the most busiest out of like all of us. Uh, if I send something, if I send something to Savate, he's gonna have it back. Everybody has the understanding that 
like we're all under we're all understanding about everybody else's like IRL situation. So we're considerate with everybody's time, but but we all have that 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 undying work ethic. So you know, it really doesn't affect us, man. One hundred percent. That's something that I know, man, just from seeing not only Crystal, but seeing everybody that's in the click move on the internet and seeing y'all dropping. So y'all are constantly working. And one of the songs that you release, I believe it's part of the album that's coming up. And you can talk a little bit about the album with this song. And you talk, you dropped Hollows. Talk to me about that song and just get me into the uh, mindset of the album and when it, and just give us a little bit of when it's coming. You don't have to speak too much on it because we'll get you back for when the album drops. But just give us a little preview of, of what you're excited for the fans to get from this album. Okay, so Hollows is the intro track to the project, and what I was, what I was, what I wanted to, what I wanted to accomplish with that was, you know, set the really just set the tone for like the the kind of vibes because, uh, excuse me, uh, I wanted to, I wanted people to like, like with that song, the lyrics aren't there, the lyrics aren't very, uh, it, they aren't very, um, like perplex or anything. It's literally, it's very simple. It's just like when I say. Like what? How does the hook go? The hook goes, um, "I've been wandering around Waco, hands stuck on my Draco. Hollows want me, I can't go." It's like a, it's a bleach-based song. So yeah. you know, I bleach, bleach has the hollows. Then there's Waco Mundo. Waco Mundo kind of represents, you know, like the the place that I'm in right now, where it's like nobody. It's literally, it's vacant. It's just cold, windy. It's just, it's nobody but me. Hands stuck on my Draco's reputation, a representation of me, just saying, "Yo, I'm always on my guard." So like any like anybody pops up there I'm I gotta take him down. And then like the um want uh hollows want me but I can't go is like the negativity. So like the negativity comes up and it, and it's and it's always tugging at me, but you know, I just have like the will to just to to just block it off, man, and just keep going forward. One hundred percent keep moving. Yeah, it's gonna have a it's gonna have a very dark but but motivational vibe. So that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm aiming for with this album. Unlike the last one, the last one was just like a bunch of fun stuff to listen to. But this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually get more in depth. Gonna get more introspective. Yeah, give us more mm-hmm. of a different vibe. When 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 can people expect the album? Um, I was aiming for June, but due to to freaking to the freaking Resident Evil virus complications <laughs> I, uh my my recording process has been slowed down so uh i i don't have a, a set date anymore but i'm going to try to knock those songs out as fast as i can 100 percent, yeah give, y'all give slick some time because we're, we're in a weird period right now and that is a fact but I, that's something that i'm looking super looking forward to is the mm-hmm. is the album when you drop it real quick before we get into the rest of the pod i like to do this after we finish the business to to get into that transition tell people where they can find your music at on different the streaming services and on the web um you can find my music i want to say anywhere but i uh, i know there's like freaking these unknown apps that everybody goes on but you can find my music on apple music spotify soundcloud title uh um i don't even know the other apps but there's <laughs> definitely they're definitely on other apps that you can find it on youtube too uh my youtube channel is actually uh titled slick tunes network is uh I, I made that after like my favorite freaking channel growing up which was nicktoons network <laughs> One hundred percent. How do yeah, they spell? How do they spell slick? Is it the? Is it S L uh, exclamation points S C K? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you have you have to spell it like that, or you won't find me. You're gonna find Slick Rick every time. One hundred percent. Y'all make sure y'all check out Slick's music because if you have been compelled by this conversation, which I have very much, so 
it shows you an insight into his music and it'll make you appreciate it more. So definitely go check it out and be on the lookout for his album coming soon. Now let's get into, this is my favorite part. Like I, I love talking about the business cause I'm a music fan, but it's like, I like to get to the next part to where we get to know the person I'm talking to, to give the fans a perspective of them, man. So I got to ask you off rip. I, I always do the favorite food shit place. We're going to get to that, but get it, I got to ask you about bleach. Where do you place it amongst the big three? <laughs> What's your opinion of bleach? Because I gotta, I gotta say, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just put all my cards on the table right now. I, I am at the point of the Fullbringer arc. I'm like halfway through it, getting close to thousand year uh, Blood War arc. Before, yeah. I, before this point of me catching up, <laughs> I was, a, I was one of those anti bleachers. Reading Bleach and, and and really watching the fights and seeing everything about the universe, I've come to grow and to, to like it and, and really grow to love it. Now, you have seen the light. Oh, facts. No, I, I definitely do not think it's trash anymore. But I must say, I do rank it third amongst the big three. And I definitely think it, it's good, but it's not the top tier shonen, but there's no reason why people should say it's mid or trash. It's, it is 100%. I'd say either at A or B tier, if you're looking at the S, A, B, those damn rankings. So yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at you for your opinion. Oh, I, I completely respect it. I'm not like a, I'm not like a bleach tard, <laughs> but uh, uh, bleach, I was actually like an anti uh, bleach. I was actually like an anti bleach dude at first too. Cause uh, when your first, when your first enemy is Naruto, you like, you don't want to watch anything else. No, like, hell no. <laughs> bro, you get it, bro. So. <laughs> that's so the like, way, bro. Not like, that's the thing. And see, that's what I, I think really, at least for me, and I agree with you, it's just like, I was such a Naruto stan when I like, of course you have the Dragon Ball Z, you, the early shit, but when you, when I first got into it, that was the one. That was like yes, the one bro. that when I was like, I knew it's an anime, I'm gonna find others <laughs> after this, but it's like, <laughs> That's the one I'm riding for. So it's hard. It was hard for me to get into other big three. So I agree with that, one hundred percent. So I, cause like I got into I got into uh to Naruto when I was ten years old. That was like the first like I'm not count I'm not counting Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, and, no. and, uh, and Dragon Ball Z. You know, they're they are anime at the end of the day. But like, come on now, bro. If we're talking about like you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so Naruto was the first was the first one that like actually got me into the thing as a whole, and I'm like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, Naruto, Naruto. And I saw like like this was the original Naruto. This wasn't even Shippuden. Uh, Shippuden did come out like literally uh, when I started the first Naruto. So I was just blasting through that. Then I then I was going through Shippuden. I'm like, bro, this is that ish, bro. Like nothing could be better. And my friend tried to put me on Bleach. I'm like, man, man, fuck Bleach. I don't give a fuck about no Bleach. And then. So, so I was just I was just I was just closed minded as hell, bro. And then one day I was just sitting in my house and I just like I was like I'm on on I'm scrolling through on demand. This is back in the day. I was just scrolling through on on demand and I saw that it had uh it had the first two episodes of Bleach on there. I'm like, man, I'm bored. I'm about to start fucking. Man. I'm about to just turn it on. I'm, I saw the first two episodes. I'm like, oh my, I'm interested. So then I I, I kept <laughs> I kept watching it. And I, and then I just grew. It just grew to be my favorite, bro. Like like from like my favorite arc in there would be uh the the Soul Society arc because like Ichigo just went so hard in that bro like the like it was inspiring just watching him like literally go to a whole nother dimension 
after learning after learning how to how to fight from Kiske and like what was it like a uh, uh, a week or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was it was something crazy. And I I agree with you. I think that's probably my favorite arc from them as well. Even though I must say the the Roncar arc's pretty damn good. Oh yes, oh yes, it, yes. It's just the way the Soul Society arc just flows. I think that was Kubo mm-hmm. at his at his best. Where the Roncar arc, some stuff could be like, okay, yeah, this happened. Like they they have more ass pulls in the Ronco arc than the, like, the Soul Society arc is tight as hell. It is yeah, super bro. tight. Even, like, Ichigo didn't even really win, like, every single battle. That's what Facts. I respected about it. Like, the battle with Kenpachi, it was a draw, bro. If anything, Ichigo fell first. Yeah, true, 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 true. And just, it just... Just because... Just because Kenpachi said, "Yeah, man, you win," I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking that, bro. Now that's a draw. <laughs> y'all both, y'all both fell at the end of the day, and nobody died, so that was a draw, bro. And and when he fought Biakia, it's like Biakia just gave up. So I don't, I don't think he actually could have, could have killed Biakia. He still had keto; he could have used, but. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that. he wouldn't. Have, he was definitely not killing Biakia. That was just like Biakia came to his, yeah, Biakia came to his senses, like, oh, I, I, maybe I should care about my sister. Chichi Kubo was like, "Nah, we gotta end this fight some realistic way because uh, <laughs> he ain't beating the he ain't beating Squad Six captain, man." Hell so, no, no, one hundred percent. So, where would you rank Bleach among the big three? Uh, without being biased, uh, because it's because my bias plays a really big part in it. Uh, but I mean, it's your opinion, bro. Fuck it, <laughs> it's your opinion. Uh yeah, I'm definitely gonna put that at one, and then I'm gonna. Put, I I actually haven't seen too much of One Piece. I've seen One Piece in like increments. Like, I like I've only really ever watched One Piece on Adult Swim, where where like fucking like they like they would just have episodes, and I'd be like, okay, I'm interested now, and, and I would watch like a, a like a whole assortment of episodes, and then I would then I would stop, and then I would like watch it in different places. So I I actually I can't really say too much about One Piece. Uh. But as far as as far as the big three, uh, I, I I do recognize like One Piece is like no, the number one of all time. So I'm not going to say it's like trash or anything. But I'm definitely going to put it as Bleach, Naruto, and then uh and then One Piece. One hundred percent. One Piece. One Piece is kind of excluded. So you gotta. I'm, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna give you a recommendation, man. You gotta get into. Give it a shot while we're in this quarantine. I I don't know if you're a big manga guy, but it's e- honestly, in my opinion, the anime pacing. I'm not a fan of the One Piece anime pacing. So I would suggest reading it. But once you get into it, man, that that is some top tier shit. But I want to ask you. We we get the big three, but give us some of your other things. Some of the other anime you're really in, interested in, and some of the other anime you really like. Woo! Uh, I'm gonna be here for days. <laughs> we can we can uh, go, brother. This is this is I'm ready for this. All right. So, all right. Uh, the first one that pops in my head is Sarah for the end because I I don't know I just can't stop thinking about that, bro. They have they need to bring that back. I don't know if you heard of it. It's no, like okay. a vampire. Yeah, and it, doesn't it have the cover with like the uh dudes, the two dudes crossing swords? It's like a, it's like a mm-hmm. green. Yeah, okay. See, yeah, bro. Like two of those, and I and I just that's just one of those ones I need to come back to. But is it fire? That thing is, oh my gosh, it, it's, it's gas. I don't want to overhype it though, because you know, there's a lot of freaking uh, picky people out there, but it's definitely my cup of tea. 100%. Uh, also, I like stuff like, like uh, I like a lot of like comedies and stuff like that too. Like uh, one of my favorite comedies are uh, Haven't You Heard I'm Sakamoto. That, that one's really, really funny. Uh, I like dark stuff like Shiki. I don't know if you you know you heard of Shiki. I yeah, know, no, I, yeah. Didn't hear Shiki. the com. I'm not a big comedy guy, but definitely heard of Shiki. Yeah, Shiki. Uh, I definitely. Everybody loves Death Note. Uh, Facts. Hmm. There's Death Note. There's uh, 
Mm, uh, mm, I, it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me go through my thingy. Oh yeah, through your list. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because I, I'm having a hard time. Like, I don't want to say anything too mainstream because it's like, of course, bro. Of course, everybody likes that, but I don't want to say anything that nobody knows. Uh, what? Hmm. There's. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You can give on. some of the mainstreams too. I ain't mad at it. All right, all right. So there's, like I said, there's Death Note. I also like, um, hmm. Oh, yeah, obviously My Hero. That's my, I love My Hero. Uh, While you pull up your I, list, let me ask you this. Do you think My Hero, because everybody loves to talk about the new big three, I think it's unquestionable it's in the lead, but just where do you, yeah, I, how do you feel I about actually, these new shonens? I actually uh like I, like when it comes to like the demon slayers and everything like that like I I I, I like demon slayer but I don't I don't think it's touching my hero like yeah I agree <laughs> I definitely like, agree bro my hero bro and I'm talking about my hero as a whole not like not like like the like an update I'm talking about as as a whole everything I've seen from my hero like my favorite arc was the arc with like stain and all of them bro that my hero really gets into it bro and it's it's super emotional it can be inspiring too. I haven't really got too much of that from the other uh, shows. Uh, I, I I haven't got too far in Black Clover. Uh, I I'm still I'm still in like the earlier episodes where it's like kind of boring. But everybody has told me that it like picks up crazy. It definitely uh, does. But like to me, I consider Black Clover. But see, you might like it because of this though. Black Clover to me gives me Bleach vibes in the sense that Asta's cool, but I care more about the side characters in a sense and. I like the gang, for example, like in Bleach, I love the Gote 13. I loved all the different, like I like the Visor, Shinji's gang. The Bleach, I mean, Black Clover kind of has that where it's like, you like the captains. Do You, you might like the uh, the Golden Dawn homies. You might like the uh, Black Bulls. Like you might have your just your different, or you might like the fire people. Like there's just different branches where it's like, you might nece- not necessarily be as interested in Asta as the main character. It just gives me those bleach vibes, but I definitely like Black. I would put Black Clover second, if I'm being honest. Of no, the I, new, have no, I have no problem with that, man. Of uh, the new stuff, though. Definitely. Uh, also, oh yeah, I, I gotta I gotta include stuff like, you know, like like uh, Hunter x Hunter in there, too. That's my... I, I'm actually re-watching that right now. That's one, that's one of my favorites, bro. Gas for show. Super man, I'm I'm probably gonna end up like sampling a couple of things from there too. Okay, uh, I got a question. This is a this is an anime. People love asking this, being that Togashi has two major goats in Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter X Hunter. Which one are you? Which one do you side more with? Do you side more with Yu Yu Hakusho or Hunter Hunter? You trying to get me beat up? <laughs> nah, bro. I gotta. I gotta. These are the tough. These are these are what the anime fans want to know. You trying to get me? into some shit. All right. Uh, that's a very hard one, bro. Uh, Hunter x Hunter is not finished. Uh, um, <laughs> that's very hard, bro. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably gonna gonna say Hunter x Hunter. That's just that's just it's just for personal like, the opinion. Person, yeah, man. It's it's for the from from for my style, my preference. That just fits me. But I definitely love Yusuke as a as a character because he because I lo- I love rebellious not like you can't tell me ish type of characters bro like Grimjow, uh Bakugo Yusuke those type of characters I love them. 
one hundred percent. There's some there's some of my best characters for real, for real. So I got uh any any others that you want to just show some love to or just shout out that and let your fans know like yo, this is this is what I watch. Oh yeah, uh, right now I'm watching Yona of the Dawn. I'm I'm liking that. Uh, I'm also watching what's that one called? Uh, oh, I, I like I like a lot of like slice of lives too. Uh, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Uh, hey, ain't like, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I like real life, freaking Masamune Kun's Revenge. Uh, I like uh, Nichi Joe. Uh, hmm. As far as like, oh yeah, I like I like another uh, solid. Elfin lied. Solid. Uh, yeah, my mom likes those too. Um, hmm. What else? Um, the, let me get into the. Let me get to that. That vibe, like the little the action ones. Let me go through my list real quick. Give me a second. Oh, yeah. Do you think? I think it's interesting that you said your mom liked that anime with you because I, I share like a similar experience <laughs> where my pops, me and my pops used to watch anime together. How was that watching anime with your mom? That's that's actually like, that's that that's like very, I, I, I hold that very like dearly to me. That's very sentimental because like, you know, because like where I'm from, not many people do watch anime. So like to have that with like somebody you're with all the time, that's. You know that that's that's really cool. It's, and like my like my close friends, they watch it too, but like not really as much as me. Uh, my brother, he watches it. Uh, it's it's just a cool thing to have. Uh, I'm current. Oh, I watched Gangster too. Fire! I, I pulled up my list now. Hold up, <laughs> hold up, hold. Up. I'm about to get into it. All right. So, uh, Helsing, Guilty Crown, uh, like uh, Angels of Death. Uh, all those are solid. Uh, oh yeah, uh, what's that one called? What's that one called? Uh, it's it's about. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> um, it was the one with the freaking. Oh, that's no, 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 no. It's called. It's like something with like the beginning or something like that. It's called like oh, be the beginning. Be, yeah, be the beginning on Netflix. Bro, Fire. Yes, <laughs> that yes. That goes dummy. That that honestly, that genre is kind of I, I love shonen, but honestly, if you ask me my favorite genre, it's kind of that genre where I, I throw in be the beginning, like shit like Hero Mass, Cowboy Bebop, Trigon, Black Lagoon, more Ooh. of the <laughs> Yes, bro. The the nineties, bro. Oh my god, yeah. Roni Kenshin. Roni Kenshin. That's actually like one of my favorite main characters of all time. Roni Kenshin. Uh I also I also like Attack on Titan. Solid. I love Attack on Titan, actually. I like uh well, I actually dropped Overlord after a while. I might pick it back up, but uh, but I I, I watched like I watched like the first like two seasons of Overlord. Uh, I like I like One Punch Man. I like uh JoJo's for until like freaking like season like I think it was uh four or five or something like that. Wait, uh, you don't like you don't like Jotaro? I mean, or, or yeah, you don't like Jotaro? No, I I I, I like I like Jotaro, bro. Okay, it's okay. just that like that season. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I just get bored sometimes. And I just, All right, uh, I feel that. I feel that. Do you have the God Body MC? Uh, well, not MC. The God Body show on that list with FMAB, better known as Full Metal Alchemist, bro. Oh, yeah, Brotherhood. Yeah, you have to watch Brotherhood, bro. I tell people all the time when they tell me like they're watching Full Metal Alchemist. I'm like, which one though? Yeah, <laughs> please, like, please don't watch the other one. Like, <laughs> do I'm not, like, bro. That's don't watch the first one. You have to watch the other one or you're not going to know what's actually, like, true. Yeah, facts. No, 100%. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I, I, I had, like, a super brain fart. Now everything's coming back to me. I love Sword Art Online. I love Noragami. Uh, Ooh, I love Noragami as well. Bl- bl- both of those flame. 
Yeah, bro. Comic Got Killed is one of my favorites. Flame. Oh, and I need to read the manga because they say the manga is completely different than the anime. It actually, yeah, it really is. But uh, I don't, I don't, I never knocked the anime either, though. But like, yeah, people, I, people are real touchy about that. I love the anime, like, and see that, but maybe that's because I never read the manga. But I, being that I only saw the anime, I'm cool with it. Like, R.I.P. Talks me, man. <laughs> Later, bro. Oh God, bro. I thought he was the. I thought he was the main character the entire time. I'm like. Bro, when I'm watching this, I'm like, bro, Tatsumi is the main character, not Akame, bro. And I thought the same died. thing. Yeah. Like, what? Shit fucked me up. And I was like, but the, but it makes sense now that Akame is the main character because of the manga. But it's like, in the anime, they didn't give enough screen time to Akame. It was 100% the Tatsumi show. Oh, God. Oh, God. It was it was complete Tatsumi, bro. That The name should be Tatsumi Got Killed. Facts, no, one hundred percent. And I, but that that was amazing. Like I'm, I'm glad you said that anime because I really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah, definitely that. Um, what's it called? What's that one? Uh, you ever seen K? Oh yes, yeah. But I don't like season two. I'm a season one guy. When uh, with uh, oh man, the dude on the skateboard fighting the homie with the glasses who was a snake. And you're talking about we're talking about Masaki, <laughs> Masaki <Yeah>. Yada, <laughs> fucking snake ass. But no, I love K. And then you have the 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 two leaders going at it, and then the red leader ends up perishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's my shit. I, I thought like the soundtrack and just the visuals are was some of the best we've gotten in anime that at least that year when it dropped and even probably still to, to today. Just the way they incorporated like hip hop R&B sounding stuff along with the crazy visuals of like the different like powers like the of the the different groups. It was crazy. Yep. Uh, I just I just found some more by the way too. There's there's Samurai Shampoo. Goat. Definitely goat. Uh, hmm. Let me scroll through these. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see uh, Batum? See, never gotten a Batum. Is it fire? Batum is gas. It's like, it's like, so, I don't know if it came out before Sora Online, but it's like Sora Online. Like, it's oh, it's like that, but like way more graphic and, and, and like, uh, like brutal. Okay. I might have to uh, keep game then. You know, I got to, you know, I got the one Akira. That's yeah. just a gold movie. Period. Lit. Change the uh, game of the anime, like, landscape. Yep. Uh, uh, I haven't finished the hack series. I have to. Uh, I have to do that. Um, I I was in the middle of watching Ari Forever. I have to actually finish that. I get sidetracked a lot when watching animes. I'm one of them. <laughs> no, nah, I feel that you just you it's your vibe for a little bit, but then you always come back and it's like oh, so read finishing a good book. Yep. Black. Oh, Blood Sea. Uh, you ever seen Blood Sea or Blood, yeah. Blood, Blood? No, Blood Sea. That's where you have the girl with the vampires and she's fighting those big giant rabbit shits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, everybody says that when I bring that up. Oh, I seen Charlotte too. I don't know if you have seen Charlotte. That I have not. Uh, you know, everybody has seen like the classics, like Claymore and, and Oh yeah, Lid. Cold Geass, uh, Defragged. Uh, L- low key, I think Lelouch would be light in like a in like a uh, smart homie trying to. That's dom- uh. dominate the other one. You, ah, I'm a Lelouch fan. I love Lelouch, man. I do. Death Parade. Have you seen Death Parade? Death Rate. You said Death Parade. Death Parade. No, I, I see. That's one of the ones in my in my uh, unwatched list that I just have have yet to click on. Give that a shot, bro. Especially if you like 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 chill dark stuff. It's like yeah, yeah. That's that's basically the best way to describe like chill dark stuff. Like if you like da da da. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to give it a, I'm gonna have to give it a shot then. Um 
you know, I, I like a whole bunch of movies like The Garden of Words and you know, like aesthetic things like that, like The Garden of Words, five centimeters per second. Uh, you, uh, you have your like your uh, your uh, your name, your, your name, yeah, your name. And what was the one that came out that I love that one? Weather, Weather with yeah, Weather with You, yeah, Fire. That, that's actually my favorite one so far. There's and- then there's like Flavors of You. Oh, okay. See, I didn't even know about Flavors of You. Okay, real. I, yeah. I know. I know that your name and weathering with you is crazy. Oh, it, the, bro, those the from the graphics to the story to just everything, man. Nah, one hundred percent. Well, thank you for sharing with us, Slick. I have to get into the anime bag for real quick. But favorite food, my brother. Favorite food. Uh, I would have to say. Uh, I haven't really tried anything too, too like out of this world yet. But I'm gonna have to say. So far, it's a tie between like. Korean uh, doso chicken over rice with, uh, I'd say, shoyu ramen. Yeah, okay. Top between those two. Hell yeah. Until okay. I have something better. I plan on having a, a whole new opinion once I actually get to Japan. 100%. Like, I, I, I ain't mad at that one. Well, favorite, oh, if you could go one place on vacation if Corona wasn't like a thing where and it's paid for everything, where would you go? Ooh, once again, man, I'm going smooth to Japan, bro. And I don't even know if you're going to call that a vacation because I'm not coming back. I'm like, I'm gonna have to get recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I can't wait to go to to Japan, man. That's just like something I told my girlfriend it's gonna be like a pilgrimage for me because it's like I'm going to see all these things that have inspired me. So I definitely it's just like a weed pilgrimage to Japan for all bro, of us weeds. It's literally a wonder. It's weed wonderland, bro. Like. I can't wait to just just go there. I like I don't even care if I get lost, bro, because I'll just be exploring the entire time. No, one hundred percent. And the final question we ask everybody: If you were the writer, director, producer to the slick movie, how would you want it to end? I would want it to end. That's a good question. Uh, I would want it to end basically with like me affecting. Everybody the way I was affected. That's really my goal with the, the entire thing, to get where I want to get, live comfortably, and and inspire everybody else like the way that these artists or, or the people that I inspired have impacted me. Because at the end of the day, I know I'm going to get where I want to be, and there's nothing that can stop me. And I want every literally everybody on this planet that, that knows me or like that follows what I'm doing to feel the, the same exact way because there's literally nothing you can tell me, bro. No matter what position I'm in, no matter how bad things get, I always know that I will end victorious. 100%. Hell yes. Like, I really, really enjoyed this conversation. Tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Y'all can find me on, I'm, I'm mainly on uh, Instagram and Twitter, for the most part, and like YouTube and shit. But that's, yeah, that's really the main thing. I'm going to make a Facebook pretty soon. I just have to like find, I, I'm, I'm going to find the time to like instruct that and everything. But mainly, you know, Twitter and, and uh, Instagram, both of them are at Slickarudi, S-L-I-C-K-A-R-U-D-I underscore for both of them. 100%, man. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Slick. Thank you again, Slick, for coming hey, on the hi. show. It was fire. Let's finish up the pod and get into Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time for the segment of the Bros Who Think podcast called Bros Who 
ball. <laughs> you see, I'm repping the 23 MJ in college jersey. You dig? Before I introduce my host, who y'all see are with me, I want to say shout out to uh, shout out to my boy Slick for coming on the pod. Super, super dope interview. Really appreciate Slick coming on and talking about his music. Y'all make sure y'all go follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and be sure to check out his projects. Uh, be sure to check out Bankai. Uh, and check out the rest of his songs as well. Super, super dope conversation. But let me introduce my guys. Joining me as always to the left, Mr. Adam Schubert. Shuby, how you doing, brother? Dude, I'm doing well. We had so much sports this past weekend. So there's yes, actually something to get excited about. Yes, a- yes, yes, we did. And we got a lot, a lot to discuss in a little bit in terms of the NFL. But we're also doing our redraft. And for our redraft, he picked it this week. Joining me at the bottom, Mr. Justin Baptiste. Justin, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Glad to have you on the program. And you know how it is. We got to talk about the football first, and then we'll get your thoughts when we start the redraft. But Schubert, let's start off. What excited you the most of the NFL draft? And round one, everything went as programmed for the, for the most part until we see Joe Burrow go number one, Chase Young number two, Jeff Akuda at number three, which was expected. All teammates. Yep. Well, yeah, facts. At all. One point. Yeah, one point. Yep. Andrew Thomas went to the uh, Giants for your offensive line. I know you like that pick to protect. I your liked guy. it, but I mean, there was definitely better guys out there. Did you guys? Did you see Tristan Wirfs jump out of a pool? Okay. Do you, I? I mean, but people say Tristan Wirth isn't as Tristan Wirfs isn't as developed as per se a Andrew Thomas or a Jedrick uh, Jedrick Willis or who did the Jets take? Uh, Makai Becton. Oh, well, I mean, that's – I don't know how you determine that between they say he's a the little tape wrong. that I've seen. Well, I, the tape that I've seen, all I've seen is that he's just got a lot of power, but, I mean, he was ba- he was on offensive lines that probably weren't up to his level that probably made them look bad. Also, they say he's better at run blocking than pass blocking. That's something he has to develop uh, over over time. So, I think y'all got a good solid pick. But number five and six is where the wrinkles come – Tua Tangovaloa, Miami tank for Tua, and they got him. Number six, the Chargers got Justin Herbert. Do you think that was a reach for the Chargers, or do you think they needed to get their guy? No, I think it was a good pick. I think uh, Justin Herbert has a lot of incredible upside. I mean, one, he's huge, and, you know, he showed that he has legs in the Rose Bowl. And, you know, I think that it's a solid pick for the Chargers. Uh, Tyrod Taylor will probably start the season, but I think you got a guy that you could really see and develop, and maybe he's the guy of the future. It shows me. But I also feel the same way about the Dolphins, too. I don't think two is going to start right away. Oh, no, Fitzpatrick. They're going to make sure he's healthy. And I I feel like if the Chargers would have been higher, they would have got Tua. Tua is going to be the second quarterback going no matter what. Also, I think this shows us – that Cam Newton's stock is a little low. It shows us that Cam Newton, we because we don't know his health and how much he has, these teams don't want to take a chance on him because something we'll talk about later, another team took a veteran quarterback and well, Cam's still on the board. And the well, Chargers is a team that Cam could have got. With Went Cam to. Newton, the risk is that he's such a big star that you can't bring him in with the approach of, okay, we're going to test this out. Mm-hmm. If you bring Cam Newton to the program, like Cam Newton is it's all of a sudden the guy on your billboards that's like the draw. The star, so he's, yeah. he's got to be the guy. And yep. I think the Chargers mm-hmm. wanted to see what Tyrod Taylor had because he earned that. And I think Tyrod Taylor is a good enough quarterback. He's he, he to get his shot. Yeah, he's a and starter. Fitzpatrick, 
I mean, Fitzpatrick now has a coach that he's worked in love with, with for a while with, and, um, yeah. with Chan Gailey. And, so. and then uh, the head coach, uh, my guy, Flores, loves Fitzpatrick's guts and his, sure. and his moxie. But you know who's just out of the league at this point right now? Who is a, a top draft pick, the quarterback from UCLA? I can't think of his name right yeah, now. Rosen. But, He's on the Dolphins. Yeah, like what's up with Ro- Rosen's just in limbo right now. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a, a backup for the rest, rest of, his of his career. career. Damn. Which is solid. Yeah, so I mean, you're in the NFL, you're making money facts. But if you want to play, then it's like, but he did say he had other interests. So we'll see how that yeah. goes. Uh, I'm going to go through some other picks. We're not going to go through all of them. I'm going to just go to some of the ones that intrigue me. I think Arizona's looking phenomenal. Arizona oh, yeah. picks up DeAndre Hopkins to solidify that offense. With that pick, they thought they could have went wide. We thought they were going to go wide receiver before DeAndre Hopkins. Now they're able to go athlete in position of need. And to add Isaiah Simmons, who can play linebacker, safety, and, and slot corner to that defense, that defense has athletes on it. And they are very, very solid. Excuse me. What do you think about Arizona making that pick? Yeah, I mean, I think Arizona had a really solid first-round pick. Um I was surprised Carolina didn't take Isaiah Simmons. Same. Um, and they went with they went with uh Derek Brown. Derek uh, Brown, yeah. Defensive tackle. I mean, he's a good defensive tackle, but I thought with losing Luke Keekley, you would go ahead and jump on someone that could ref- fill that role. Fact. But hey, you know, goes to Arizona. Arizona needs all that they can get on defense because they've really kind of made their offense work now with uh giving Kyler Murray weapons. So I thought that was a great pick. Now they're building out their defense. Cliff Kingsbury looking suave in his house. Yeah. Going to be coaching a fire team. Uh, let me see some other picks. I'm glad Cleveland went offensive line to build out that line they needed to. Uh, Las Vegas, the Raiders took Henry Ruggs, which was a shocker. Ruggs was the first wide receiver. Being that you are a Bama fan, how do you feel about Ruggs compared to Judy and compared to the other wide receivers? Because I always thought Henry Ruggs was better than Judy, but I thought he was the possession receiver. But then you find out he ran a four. He's the speedster. So Yeah, he's the speedster. What? He was the big play guy. Jerry Judy was the guy that you gave all the touches. But one is I felt like Ruggs had Jerry better Judy's hands. Like last no, it wasn't. No, Jerry Judy had better hands okay. and he had better moves. But the thing about it, is with the Raiders, they didn't necessarily need a number one guy. Like, they mm. needed another – they needed a guy that was going to match up with Tyreek Hill in their division. True. So, like, now they have their own Tyreek Hill weapon. That's why they go with Rugs. They were really drafting based more on need than based, best available the whole draft. Yeah. Like, they were more – they were one of those teams that picked their gut. With, you know, you saw with their later pick, the Chris Carter son. Yeah, true, It was true, kind true. of a random first-round pick. So they went with Ruggs because they wanted Tyreek Hill type. And I think where Jerry Judy landed up with the Broncos, I mean, they needed a number one guy. I was about to say, and now with Drew Locke, look, Drew Drew Locke has a solid offense around him now. What you about to say? Yeah, I mean, I was about to say not only Jerry Judy, but their second round pick, K.J. Hamler from Penn State. I mean, he's a really amazing receiver, too, so... Like, they got I'm, two solid guys. I'm looking at that. They have Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, Ham, Deshaun Hamilton, the guy you said, and then they got my guy Deontay Spencer. Shout out to Deontay from Magnese. Came on the pod. Punt returner, but I, hopefully we can see Deontay get into some offense, offensive uh, possession, but he's the return specialist. But I'm liking with Denver's building with Andrew, uh, with Drew Locke. Let's see some other picks. I think it's interesting that... Uh, San Francisco gets rid of DeForest Buckner for Javon Kinlaw. Like, 
No, I, I think I think that works out. I mean, you get rid of DeForest Buckner, and that was the idea. Save some money. Of, yeah, they because they're on this whole program where we're just going to try and use young guys. So I, you just kind of refurbish and hope that he works. It's with, just uh, like but, you get I mean, rid of one of the best. That's the thing for an average guy in Kinlaw. They ended up making a great trade later on, getting Trent Williams from True. the Redskins, saving themselves after Joe Staley retired. So, True. I mean, I think they've been doing pretty well. They're still pretty much the same team. 49ers aren't as bad as some of the other drafts. I think, actually, Jacksonville had a very solid draft with getting uh, Chasson, and then they got T.J. Henderson filling in some defensive needs for them, which they lost. Uh, Dallas with C.D. Lamb. Look. Big pick. Dallas finally has... I don't want to hear shit when Julian comes next year about the Cowboys don't have fucking weapons. I don't want to hear shit. Excuse me, Justin. Sorry for my language. Julian just gets me heated because we be arguing and debating. Cowboys got CeeDee Lamb. Uh, and also, I don't hear nothing from my pops because he's a big Dak stand. Gosh, that shit pisses me off because Dak is garbage. And we gonna say, and this year, if he don't perform, it's on him. CeeDee Lamb, uh, Amari Cooper, Gallup, uh, Zeke, and now you have your tight end with uh, Barwin and a new coach. If you lose Dak, it's on you, brother. So I really like this Dallas pick, and I think CeeDee Lamb could end up being their number one option over uh, over Coop. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, CeeDee Lamb was a pretty great receiver. Like, I've, I've, you knew that they were, could have gotten any of the three receivers, but I don't think they would have taken any but CeeDee Lamb and ended up just falling in their lap. Yeah, it kind of um, worked Jerry out. Jones was, you know, smirking on his yacht. But, um, and he, did, he drafted from the yacht. Yo, yeah. this draft... I'm, I now thought that, that we're was on, like a villain's lair. Now that we're on C.D. Lamb, this draft had so much interesting stuff from the GMs where they drafted from and then seeing the players. Yo, Jerry Judy took that phone. I mean, not Judy. C.D. Lamb took that phone out of that girl hand so fast. He was like, look, oof, you don't want to see who texting me right now. How many, how many news do you think C.D. Lamb got? <laughs> That day. And then, then, of course, he had to go on Twitter. He had to go on Twitter and be like, look, y'all don't know what's going on. I love my girl. Y'all need to stop making fun of her. That's damage control because he know what he did. His mama face said it all. His mama face was like, look, girl, you don't want to look at that phone. And then they had the other dude, the offensive lineman who got drafted. and His girlfriend was all hugging on him. That mama snatched that girl out there and was like, this is my son. Yo, that was... That that one, all you see is a hand grab this big girl shirt and just pull out the way. <laughs> that black mama said, no, this is my son moment. But I mean, I can't blame her. It is her son moment. Also, another thing about the draft I didn't like, ESPN, bro. Why you got to put about T. Higgins' mom's addiction? They got other shit. What, what, what are they, what they, are they, they doing? Said, they said Jeff Okuda had, had like really great academic <laughs> grades and he had a 3.0. It was like, what? <laughs> what are y'all talking about sometimes? I don't, I don't know what ESPN was doing. Like Dirty laundry, yeah. yeah. Jesus, ESPN, y'all fit. y'all did a bad job with the draft. Uh, some other picks that I that I thought was interesting, but just tr- some. These, this one is trash. And shout out to my guy, Adam Lefko. He was pissed. Why did Philadelphia take Jalen Rager with Justin Jefferson sitting right there? I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, Jalen and, Jay- and then and then Jalen Hurts to bring in more quarterback controversy. Uh, well, your- I don't know. I mean, like you like that pick, the thing. Though. Like, you know, I like the, the pick for three things. The first one is because I'm a Giants fan. And I feel like that causes chaos. Number number two, I <laughs> well, like it for Jalen Hurts because I feel like this is a really good situation for him, him to be behind Doug Peterson, be behind Carson Wentz, 
he'll, he'll learn and develop. He may get a Taysom Hill kind of role. Uh, it, you know, that could be a pretty interesting situation for him. And, of course, Carson Wentz gets hurt all the time. So he but might have an opportunity. But see, your first reason so, I mean, but, but is why I dislike it. It's bad for the Eagles because yes. the chaos is going to create. But Duh. Like, I like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, y'all just got out of a situation. You're going to get back in it. Don't understand the Eagles draft at all. Minnesota, I love the pick of Justin Jefferson. I think he's going to be great for them if Kirk Cousins can get him the ball. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about this. Uh, any other? Oh, no, one more pick before we get to the Saints. We'll talk Saints draft, and then we'll talk about the pickup that they had. That was a big pickup of the weekend. Shout out to Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards-Alaire going to Kansas City. Huge for him. That's an amazing place for him, and he's going to yeah. do very well for him. Shout That's out to a big my pick. Shout out to my boy, uh, shout out to my boy, Baby Joe, a.k.a. Deshaun. That's his friend, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I'm, I'm super happy for Clyde. Try to get Clyde on the pod. But uh, also, shout out to Patrick Queen, LSU boy, going to uh, Baltimore. I think LSU was the team with the, most, with the most draft picks. Baltimore's just been killing the draft these past couple of years. I think, honestly, between them and the Saints, they have had the best drafts I've seen in a long time. Love Patrick Queen there. But why, dear God? Why does Green Bay take Jordan Love? I think that's more egregious than anything the Eagles did. This is just showing that now that the team is a solid team, you're like, okay, F it. We're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers. That's what this yeah. is. Why I mean, not draft he, the wide I think receiver? At this point, he's on the market. Like, at this point, I think like, you need to have conversations within your GMs. Like, Do we want to go after Aaron Rodgers? I think he's going to be available. If I'm New England, I make a move. That's, I I'm Belichick, I make a move because Aaron Rodgers, if I'm him, I don't want to be there. I, I, y'all don't value me as a player. Y'all don't value what I've meant to this franchise. And y'all are just trying to get me out because I'm old and maybe I haven't been as productive. But this is y'all's fault for wasting my prime years and not giving me wide receivers, running backs, and defense. Now that the team has some of those things, now you want to start getting rid? No, bro. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm giving him the middle finger. I'm saying, F well, you, and I'm, and I'm getting it out of here. Justin, I didn't curse. I just did signals. I just did signals. You know. Here's my guess for who I think is going to try and go after the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. I think it's an L.A. team named mm. the Rams. Mm. Whoa, that would be huge. Because I, I get think rid of you know, golf? they have to, at least a couple years left on Goff's contract. Then they're kind of going to have to – or actually, they may have re-signed it. But still, you have a, at least three years of Goff. I think that Rodgers is at least going to be in Green Bay for a season or two. Um. You know, you kind of get what you decide with Goff in these in this time. You're going to pretty much figure out this year, like where you really stand. And if, if what if I'm it's another LA Los Rams Angeles team? team? What, what if the, it's a with not not Chargers. Chargers? No, no, I meant what if it's another Los uh Cal, excuse me California team, not the Rams, but the team that uh, shunned Aaron Rodgers at first, the San Francisco 49ers. Well, it just depends on how they feel about Jimmy G. I think they're going to go to another Super Bowl, and I think they're going to win it. So, Ooh, we'll talk about that later. But I mean, don't like the pick of Green Bay. Just straight-out atrocious. Let's talk Saints. I feel like the Saints in the first round drafted their second-round pick, and I feel like in the second round they drafted their first-round pick. Either way, I think they both got great guys. Uh, I think they had to take Caesar at that time because offensive linemen were short. And then in the I second round... they Murray. Who? Oh, the guy who got Juan and Murray. who got drafted already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then they're like, okay, well, let's just go with Ruiz and fortify it, the line. And then they ended up getting a guy in the second round who was just as good as any of them. Yep, linebacker, and that's what I was gonna say. In the second round, they get or, I'm or was it the third round? It might have been the. 
third. I thought it was uh the second though. It was the third round. Because I thought they traded up. They did, but it was the third round. Oh, it was the third? Okay, well, in the third, they end up getting their guy anyway with Zach uh, Bond from Wisconsin, who's a great linebacker. And when uh, DeMario Davis ends up leaving and retiring, we now have a guy that could be our middle linebacker. Saints draft phenomenally. Any other thoughts on the draft? Anything else that you want to just touch on that uh, you thought happened between any of the rounds? Mm, I mean, there were definitely some teams that had some pretty strong drafts. Um, but, you know, I think Tampa Bay really did a good job putting something together that they're mm. really going to be able to run with. Oh, yeah, we you haven't know, talked th- about Tampa Bay. Do you think uh, they, they added Brady, they added Gronk? Uh, do, you, do you think Gronk's going to play? Yeah, but I think he's going to be really limited. You don't have to play him because you have Cameron Brait and O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I was uh, Tampa Bay, I'd only play him in the red zone. And in the playoffs. And Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I'd only play him in the red zone in the season and in during playoffs. Yep. So he, he's like he's like a tool. Mm-hmm. Like Taysom Hill. Br- brilliant transition, my friend. I am so happy. Taysom Hill stands. He is not the effing future of the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints have positioned themselves to either A, have their future ready for them, or B, be in a position to draft someone or get ready for the rebuild in the upcoming years, but have a good defense to where if they get a young guy, they'll be okay. But I think the Saints have found their future. Yes, they signed Taysom Hill to a two-year deal, two mil per year, four mil, very solid deal for Taysom. Shouldn't get paid more than that. And I think he saw the writing on the wall, like you said, off air when they drafted uh, your guy from Mississippi State. What's that dude's name? Tommy Stevens. Mm-hmm. So if Taysom wants to... the same as Taysom Hill. So when Taysom wants to buck and leave, go ahead. We got Tommy Stevens and we'll redo that magic if possible. But I think the Saints signing Jameis Winston to a one-year deal, Drew Brees' last year, last year, he can come in, learn, get his mental right, get his physical right, and be ready to, if he proves it, to Sean Payton and the Saints to be the future of the team, to be their next quarterback. He's better than Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, look, Jameis, talent-wise, when coming out of college, he was one of the best talents we've seen since Peyton Manning. He had one of the best Wonderlick scores since Peyton Manning. He is naturally gifted. He just never had the right system. Different defensive coordinators for each di- – I mean, different offensive coordinators and coaches for each of his years. For the first five years of his career, which he's in year – this is going to be year six. His stats look very similar to Peyton Manning's first five years. I think the Saints have their future with Jameis Winston. Schubert, am I crazy? I love this. I'm, I'm ecstatic as a Saints fan because before I didn't know where we could go. We got rid of Bridgewater. Drew is still clinging on. Now we can get rid of him and be at ease with a guy like Jameis. Uh, I mean, I think Jameis was, is a guy who would ignite a new kind of spark for the Saints. I mean, I, you know, I feel like uh, he would bring a way younger energy. And he can throw the young ball, the long ball. And, and, he, can throw he, the, and he can throw the young ball, the long ball. I think he's going to come in and do um, Hail Marys this year. I think like in any situation that they need a game, late game throw, like, uh, you know, like a, few seconds left bomb. I think they're going to bring out Jameis to do it instead of Drew at this point. Might but, as well. Jameis yeah, I mean, can Jameis, learn from one of the best now. If you're the Saints, this puts you in a really good position because now you have Jameis Winston to back you up and gives you the ability to still use Taysom Hill the way you want to. Um, and 
you know, if Drew goes down again, Jameis can definitely take over and be a starting quarterback. And then for the future, uh, it looks great. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's like you said, they're kind of, with it being a one-year deal, they're kind of really just test it out. Yes, he is. But he took the cheapest one-year deal. He he makes less than all the backups in the, he literally took this for an opportunity to be set up for his future. I think this is the first time Jameis has thought about his career and is like, oh, I got to take this. I think he realized it's serious now. Now that Tampa Bay got rid of him, it's over, like all that stuff in the past, you can move past it and come to New Orleans and focus on football and getting your career back to the place you want to be. Because let's not act like Jameis wasn't a winner in college. And he oh, doesn't he have that winning mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I, I mean, I, I believe in Jameis Winston. I've been saying that he could go anywhere and that he would be really successful. I was saying that he was definitely better than, you know, Kirk Cousins. Yep. And I feel like if, if I even made the statement that if, if Jameis was on the Minnesota Vikings last year, they probably would have gone farther than they did. Yeah, no, so I'm with you 100%. Anything else football-wise you want to touch on? Um... And a lot of people have been talking about getting rid of Alvin Kamara. I didn't know if you had any opinion on that. Look, man, I said, uh, I think we should keep him if he takes, we, we can't pay him Zeke money. He has to take a reasonable contract so we can sign Marshawn, so we can sign Ryan Ramchek, and so we can sign Jameis when the time comes. He has to take a reasonable check because his performance when he was by himself didn't live up to the performance when he had a help. He's, he doesn't have lead back money numbers because of what he did by himself. Now, if he proves me wrong this year, pay, I want to keep Kamara if we can, but if he costs too much, I'd rather keep Lattimore, Ramchek, and Jameis. This is why last year I said, do we rather keep Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara? I was on the Kamara bandwagon and not paying Michael Thomas all that much money, but we are where we are now. So if Kamara's the fall guy, that's just how it has to be. Because running backs, you can running backs grow on trees. You can get, you can. The Saints have always found them a guy, and as long as we we never had a Marshawn Lattimore or a Ryan Ramchek, a great line or a great defensive cornerback. Now that we have that, I don't. I would rather lose the running back than those things. Well, yeah, he'll have to prove himself this year to see where. If he what, deserves that worth. money. Yeah, facts. Um, but I do think it's important to have a, a top-level running back when you're re- rebuilding. That is true. So, all right, let's get into it, Justin. You are you are here, brother. It's time to get into your draft. You have the first pick, and then next week I pick the uh, uh, NBA draft, and then we're going to switch it up for a little bit and get to – we're going to do an NFL draft after – our one uh, NBA draft uh, that I'm going to pick. But this year, this week, we're drafting the 20, 2008 NBA draft. For those who don't know, the 2008 draft include players like Derrick Rose, uh, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love, Danilo Gallinari, uh, DeAndre Jordan, Omir Oshik, uh, Joey, uh, Joe Crawford. I'm trying to think if I'm Goran Dragic. Solid draft. Not, I think this is a better draft in terms of players than last week's. Last week's, I think, once we got past the, the, the bangers, it was like, okay, well, we don't have that many, you know, others. 
Yeah. It was like this in this one, undrafted players. You got uh Anthony Morrow, the three point sniper, as well as Timothy or Timothy Mars Golf. So you won a ring, right? Uh I think so with the Cavs. I believe yeah, I think, so. I think yeah, he was on that team. So uh Justin, before we get to your pick with the first round, you're on the clock, but I want to ask y'all a question, and maybe this will get to your pick. Does Derrick Rose deserve to be the first pick? With everything we know about injuries, what's your opinion, Schubert, before we get to Justin? And Justin, I'll let you speak after, and then you can give your pick. To me, I think he was an MVP. He got y'all to the playoffs. To me, he was a better closer than Westbrook. I don't think if you put Westbrook in that situation, he eclipses what Derrick Rose did. So with that in mind, I think you still have to go Rose with the first pick, even though all of the injuries. I just feel there's no way in God's green earth that Russell Westbrook would have done half the stuff by himself that Derrick Rose did. Am I crazy, Schubert? No, I mean, I agree with you. I think that at that time and, you know, if Derrick Rose, you know, there's a lot of what-ifs in that play in there. He could have been a top-level NBA guy. We could, he could have, you know, really made a difference in Chicago. If but, Derrick Rose doesn't get injured, he is – the best point guard in the NBA, period. Like, Derrick Rose had a jump shot. He he was John Wall and Russell Westbrook at their best. He 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 has the best qualities of, of, of Westbrook, the best qualities of Wall, with a better jumper than both of them, better assists than both of them. Like, he had Chris Paul-level vision with assists, the speed of Russell Westbrook, the athleticism of John Wall. It, Derrick Rose was phenomenal. Not Justin, you, with your pick, you can say who you're going with and say how you feel about Derrick Rose. So my first pick is going to be Russ. Oh! And the only reason why is because of injuries. Oh, shit. Okay, so... I'm going to free route. He's, he's got, he got injured too many times. And, you know, durability is important. Yeah, so true. Russ, only because of the injuries. Okay, Derrick okay. Russ was a beast. He was the MVP. He did incredible things, but injuries... Injuries hurt him. I have a question. Do you think they get to the Eastern Conference Finals with Russ? With Russ, no. Oh, okay. so you so you acknowledge the drop off? They won't be as successful with Rose, but you think longevity, ticket sales, they'll still have a player on their team. Yeah, okay, I get where you're going with yeah. this, right. and they have a chance to rebuild. Now, I'm mad at it. That that makes a lot of sense. It makes pressure on me now for the number two pick with the Miami Heat. So. The Miami Heat in 2009, this is pre-Big Three. And I believe they had – did they get rid of Beasley to get Braun? I don't think – Well, this was before they would have done that. This was like a, a almost a year off of their championship. Yeah, so they have Dwayne Wade. They have Jermaine O'Neal. They, so they still have a solid team. To me, I think if you're going to take this pick – Damn, do I go Derrick Rose and pair Derrick Rose with Wade? They take a point guard later in with Mario Chalmers. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Derrick Rose with the Miami Heat with the second pick because I think putting him with Wade alleviates some of that pressure off of him, alleviates some of all of those minutes and some of the wear and tear. It might save his career better than being that guy that has to go 100 miles an hour with the Bulls. Plus, 
Tom Thibodeau is not his coach, and people say that Tom Thibodeau runs his players into the ground. So Derrick Rose playing for Eric Spolster and Pat Riley with a system of great trainers and great coaching, I think that might save his career. I think Justin might have given Miami a couple more championships right there by giving Derrick Rose. And then if you get Derrick Rose, Maybe without LeBron. Without LeBron, and then if Bron like, comes, without LeBron, like they could have just got Chris Bosh, and then just he, still and won exactly. So I'm going Derrick Rose to the Miami Heat, and I think Wade gets a couple more championships. Uh, Schubert, third pick, where you going? Uh, third pick, Memphis. At this point, they still have Kyle Lowry, and they have Mike Conley, and um, you know they went with OJ Mayo, but I'm, instead I'm going to pair up with Gasol. Um, Kevin Love. Ooh, okay. So you're gonna go. Okay, but my question is for you at this point: Didn't they have Zebo? No. Oh, so no Zebo. So Darrell this is... Arthur was their draft pick for to play um, a forward. They okay. had four. They had four um, centers: Darko Mil- Milicic, uh, Marcus All, and um, they didn't have Zebo yet. Two guys I've never heard of before. Yeah, okay, they didn't have Zebo yet. Okay, so you're putting Kevin Love there. Solid. So Kevin Love will be paired with Marcus All and get some grind time moments. All right, cool. All right, Seattle Supersonics. Derrick Rose is off the board. Russell Westbrook is off the board. Kevin Love is off the board. To pair with Kevin Durant, I'm thinking this is the way I'm going to go. I want to add offense with Kevin I want to add someone who can get buckets with Kevin and I'm next, right? Oh yeah, you're next, not me. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I skipped yeah. you, Justin. Go ahead. My bad. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna go with uh, Goring. Oh. Okay. All right. I, I like that. That might be better for Kevin. Gets a, a person who can score but facilitate better. I like that pick. I wasn't going to go to that direction. That's interesting. I was going to. I would have said Eric Eric Gordon to give him a sniper. But I actually like your Goran Dragic pick better than mine. I forgot Goran was in there. Okay, so now I am at Minnesota. Oh God, who does Minnesota have at this time? Jesus, let me pull this up real quick. Minnesota, Probably nobody. Yeah, because Kevin Love was there. Uh. Uh, was there was there was their guy so this is 2009 minnesota t wolves okay let's see who am i who am i gonna go with with the minnesota timberwolves at this point it's kevin Lo- oh my gosh johnny flynn oh yeah this team just needs someone <laughs> jesus all right i'm gonna go best player available at this point i'm going danilo gallinari for the minnesota timberwolves i had to shoot but there's nobody else uh like, I had to. See, I was going to have to take him because he brings Carmelo to the Knicks. Ah, well, you better go someone else. <laughs> and with your pick, the Knicks are on no, pick number six. Oh, my gosh, dude. Um, well, the Knicks have Zach Randolph at this point. Okay. And um, they got Wilson Chandler and Nate <laughs> Robinson and Al Harrington. That's pretty much their team at this point. You better go, um, get, you better go get some best player available. The best players av- available are centers, which really True. doesn't do me much good at this point. Um, I'm going to go with Air Gordon. Solid. That's what I would have went with if I was you with the Knicks. Solid shooter, still in the league, can get buckets, and maybe him and Mello, or if you send him to get Mello, maybe that's still possible. All right, yeah. Justin, you're with the Milwaukee Bucks, pick number eight. 
Who are you going with? Pick number eight. I'm gonna have to go with um Sergi Baca. Sergi Baca. Hold on, hold on. You you skipped seven. No, you're set. Oh, the clip. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh yeah, you're you're seven. You're seven, Justin, with the Clippers, not for the Bucks, for the Clippers. For the for the Clippers, okay. Um, Clippers, two thousand. 2009 roster. 2009 roster. Or 2008 roster, excuse me. I think I'm going to have to go with, I have some time. I'm on the clock. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to give, take you off the clock. You better pick. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go with uh, Sergi Baca. Sergi Baca still for the Clippers. That's solid. I am mad at that. Okay, cool. So the Clippers take Sergi Baca. I'm at pick number eight with the Milwaukee Bucks. So at this point, the the Bucks have Bogut, Richard Jefferson, Teron Lewis still playing in the league, Luke Rednauer, Michael Red. This team needs a facelift. They at this point they take Joe Alexander, but like I don't want to take Joe Alexander exactly. I think I'm gonna take small forward Nicholas Batum. I mean, you're taking my picks before (laughs) Nicholas Batum with pick number eight for the Milwaukee Bucks to give them the small forward they need. And he's probably one of the best players available. They don't need a center at this point, And that's why. So, all um, right, Schubert, you have pick number nine with the Charlotte Bobcats. Remind me, have any, has anyone taken DeAndre Jordan yet? No. Then I'm going to take DeAndre Jordan. Okay. Solid. You over Augustine. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Augustine is not DeAndre Jordan, but True. You know, at this point, Charlotte Bobcats have a Mecca Okafer, but soon they're going to realize that he's not their guy. Star center. Yeah, true, true, true. All right, Justin, you're up next with pick number 10 with the New Jersey Nets. New Jersey Nets. Okay. For my this pick, I'm going to go with George uh, Hill. Okay. Over Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Jar- yeah. I'm going to go with, with George uh, Hill. I think he's a better player. Um, experience. You know, he makes some good plays. I think he's pretty solid. Okay. I am mad at that. I am mad at that pick at all. For me, next, I am picking pick number 11 for the Indiana Pacers. And, well, the Pacers – okay, so the Pacers trade this pick to Portland, actually. I'm picking for Portland right now. So, wait, that changes who I'm going to pick because – I was about to mess up the game. Portland. Okay, let's see. Portland. Doo, 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 doo. Give me a sec. So at this point, Portland has Lamarcus Aldridge. They have Nick. Uh, well, they they were gonna draft Nick Batum. He's gone. They have. Uh, they drafted Bayless. Okay, so the only guy they have they have Brandon Roy and Lamarcus Aldridge. So this is it. Maybe if I draft the right player, I can win them a championship. And I'm thinking if Lamarcus Aldridge is there. Oh, no, he doesn't play center on this team. Oh, no, he does because Greg Oden gets hurt. Um, Okay, I'm going to make LaMarcus Aldridge play center, and we're going small ball. I'm going Ryan Anderson with this pick, pick number 11. Not too small ball. He plays power forward. But, like, make LaMarcus go to the five, Ryan go to the four, Brandon Roy, offensive squad. Okay, Uh, Schubert, you are pick number 12 with the Sacramento Kings. Um. Have we picked Brooke Lopez? No, we have not. Best available, Brooke Lopez. Sacramento's got nobody. <laughs> I'm mad at that. Brooke Lopez is very solid. All right, Justin, it's up to you now 
we're at pick number 13, and you're picking for the Indiana Pacers who took Brandon Rush. Um, I'm looking at this roster. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I like this. I'm going to go with Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. Okay. I like that pick. They needed a point guard. And yep. And they got their guy because they ended up needing a point guard anyway. And it'll still be able for them to get Roy Hibbert later in the draft at pick 17. Okay. For me, I'm drafting for the Golden State Warriors. They took Anthony Randolph at the time from LSU, who was a solid guy. He just didn't, he was a solid guy for the, uh, for the, for LSU, but he wasn't that great in the NBA. So at this point in 2008, 2009, they had Marco Bellinelli, Andres Beatrice, if y'all remember him, Jamal Crawford, Monte Ellis, Steven Jackson, Corey Maggetti. They had a team full of young guys and they needed someone who was a power forward, someone big. They, their center was whatever. Like I said, it was Andres Beatrice. Al Harrington was their thing. So I'm going to mess up the Pacers. And they're they're with their building with Danny Granger and Paul George. I'm drafting Roy Hibbert for the Golden for the Golden State Warriors because they needed a center. So all right, Schubert, it's on you. Pick 15, the last pick of the lottery. Uh yeah. So they went with Robin Lopez um with this pick, which really was kind of a solid pickup for them in the long haul and also would be would be here. This is the time when the Suns. This is a pretty interesting team. They had Steve Nash, Amari yeah. Sonnemeyer, and Shaq. Oh, real okay. You know, I, I know who I would take if I was you. Who? Courtney Lee, man. Courtney Lee. That was definitely a, a thought. Um, but I think you know they end up going with Goran Dragic later. Yeah. Because they need they needed someone to take over the reins for Nash because he was in his twelfth year. Um, so I'm gonna go with Augustine. Give the New Orleans boy a pick. Okay, DJ Augustine, solid, solid, oh. solid draft. I like this little redraft right here. And the next pick would have been the 76ers with Maurice Spates. Um, at that time, the 70. Let's see who the 76ers just had. Just so they probably could have got Robin Lopez. Yeah, or I'm thinking they could take Courtney, Courtney Lee. Lee. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Courtney Lee. All right, hold on. Let me do 2008 roster to see if they had a guard. Because I think they had Drew Holiday. But, oh, no, they had Lou Will, too. Oh, they had Lou Will, Andre Iguodala, Elton Brand, and Andre Miller. Yeah, they did need a big guy. They they probably could have took, um, what's his name, um, Baba Butte. Oh, Mbata Mute? Luca Mbata Mute? How you say his name? Luke. Mbata Mute. Yeah, Luke and Badamute. Or they could have taken uh undrafted. They could have taken old Timothy Mozgov. <laughs> He's a champion. So all right, solid fun draft. I'm gonna figure out what draft we're gonna do for next week. And then before we go do some NBA drafts, I mean some NFL drafts, but that's all the time we got. Oh no, oh, wait, real dance. quick. Yeah, Justin, give us your thoughts on the last dance. I think the biggest thing I took from the last dance was how much the game has changed. Mm. Like it's it was so it was so physical back then. It was, it yeah, yeah. It was no, it was physical. I'm not disagreeing with that. That's not what I, I, that's not what I was going to disagree with. It was definitely physical. I'm actually glad that the game that the game is how it is now because there will be more injuries. True, and the NBA is not like hockey. Although that that must have been fun watching the best NBA players fight. <laughs> Man, guys are getting Jordan was getting 
was getting mugged going to the basket. <laughs> he was getting pulled from the air, bro. Like, the Pistons were wild boys. Yeah, man. Like, times have changed. Times have changed. That's the biggest thing I probably took from, from the documentary. But it was good. No, solid. I definitely enjoyed these last couple of episodes, especially Rodman's clown ass in the 48 hours. Nothing surprised. That does not surprise me. <laughs> and did you see how the guy dressed? Oh, Justin, we're not judging him from his uh, from his attire. Thinking, man, like the way he was like he was out there. So like him doing that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It don't surprise me. But like, but his ass needs should have been there. He was he, Michael Jordan had to go pick him up out of his room and Carmen Electra's butt ass naked in the room. Best story. Fire. That was the best story of the whole thing. Like, Morton oh Scorsese, do a movie on the Bulls, man, and we got to have that forty eight hour scene. Robin was something different, man. But, <laughs> but the fact yeah. that he could guard point guards, twos, oh. through all five positions, he was ahead of his time. Yes. He was ahead of his time. And he, Hall of Famer, for sure. Yeah, he should that's what Schubert said. He should he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like yeah. it's just with yeah, the media, I mean, it's the media, bro. Like I just because they don't like him and they have stigmas about him. You can't take away this guy as a three-time champ of actually. A five-time champion? Because didn't he get two with the Pistons? He got, yeah, two with the Pistons. And two then, with the Pistons and three with the Bulls. Yeah. but Five-time champion, rebound leader, defensive player of the year. And also, like, people liked him. Facts, facts, it facts. Like, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like he was, like, a head person. You know, people really enjoyed him. Well, some teammates, like, it worked with Phil. It worked with... You know, everyone won't like you, but, like, for the yeah. most part, what he was doing... He was liked for it. Facts. It wasn't like people were tearing him down. Well, Oprah was. If you saw that Oprah interview, they they, they released clips of it. And that was just, damn. I don't know how people let Oprah do that in the, in the, in the 90s. But different times, man, because that would not have flown asking that man if he gay or bisexual 17 times in an interview. That was crazy to me. Let that man live his life just because he crazy. got pink hair. Oh, oh, I have a question. So, the the. Oh, also episode five, Kobe's gonna be in that one. Yeah, facts. That's gonna be. I'm That's gonna be super sad. That's gonna be sad, man. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys hear about that? Kobe filmed his last year. Oh, real? So we're gonna get that documentary. I heard about that. Okay. Well, I'm, so, I'm sooner rather than later. Ooh, okay. Well, not, she, not necessarily like it's going to happen real soon, but like they were planning it for like years down the the line. But now that he's gone, they're probably gonna do it. Yeah. I'm down for it. I want a Kobe doc. That'd be lit. What are you about to say, Justin, before we get out of here? So is Jordan, y'all, is Jordan the number one player for y'all? Let's talk about this next week. Got you, got <laughs> Let's talk about this next week because I do not know. I do not know. I, I've been watching old games. We got to talk about this next week. But, yeah. Justin, tell the people they can find you at on social media. Yeah, so everyone can find me on – I'm on all social media net, uh, sites, uh, Twitter. My handle is JustinMatisse22. Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and also I write for uh, my own site, TrazenLace.com. I've been writing a lot about the NBA. Yeah, getting us ready for the draft. Yeah, draft, so check that out. And, yeah, that's it. 100%. Schubert, tell the people they can find you on social media. You can find me on social media at ashubert14. Uh, it's Twitter on, on Twitter or Instagram, and you can listen to the Bros Who Binge podcast every Monday. Be sure and, to check uh, out this past week's episode. We talked yeah, top Tarantino talked, movies. Um, Tarantino and Extraction, that trash Netflix that movie. Fuck, 
Oh my gosh, garbage! Throw it in the dumpster. But you guys can follow me at LinBWT on Twitter. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check out if you're an anime fan. The newest episode of Hashtag Anime Talk is out now. And if you listen to this on audio, we will have the YouTube out. So in case you want to watch it, the YouTube will be out. And if you like our content and you like what we're doing on YouTube, please, please, please subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. It will help us out a lot. You can hit the bell to get notifications when we drop. That would mean the world to us. We're not asking for any money. Just support us. Hit that subscribe, and it'll help out the network tremendously. But I want to say thank you to Slick for coming on the pod, but for Adam Schubert, for Justin, for Brooklyn, for uh, Doom. My name is Lyndon. You guys have a great, great weekend. We will talk to you all next Thursday. Stay in your damn house. But until then, we'll talk to you on Thursday. Peace. What you want? Up, drink the till I can't talk. Remember how we hit it off. I hit it raw. And you woke up and hit the blind till you was gone. Baby, I was just sleeping, dreaming, thinking Every weekend, demons under my bed, yeah She been fiending for more that being I can tell that she mean a poppin' pussy in my tent, yeah Poppin', 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 wow I can tell by the way that she stalks me She told me she like when I'm bossy And I like I'm older and raunchy She a rider like schnitzel Got the eyes of a nympho She like the grind to the tempo Between her thighs where my lips go I let her step on my mans Then she unbuckle my pants She did it all with no hands Right on the couch Two fingers up in her mouth Put it up then I go south Kick in her gut Thumb in her butt She finna nut I speed it up Don't try to run We just begun Fucking so long Think it went numb where you at? What you want? Pour up, drink the mazel tov Till I can't talk Remember how we hit it off I hit it raw And you woke up and hit the blind Till you was gone Baby, I was just sleeping, dreaming Thinking we can do this every weekend Demons under my bed, yeah She been fiending for more that being I can tell that she mean a problem Pussy in my texture Bobby